Zombie Horror of Dracula This Island Earth Frankenstein meets Wolfman House of Usher The Fang Teenage Frankenstein meets Teenage Wolfman Walking Dead House on Haunted Hill. The Phantom of the Opera. Good evening.
Listener, my name's Adam. Hello! Whoa, that was way too loud. Hello, listener, my name is Ryan. Welcome to Ryan and Adam's show. We have a very special guest on the show today. Been uh, a while, been a while. Yeah. Uh, last time you were here, we played Planet Hollywood, the game. Yeah, I re-listened to that episode recently. Is that the last time you were on here? <laughs> yeah. So you were on here, that was, was, that was post-New Year's, because you were on here for the New Year, like a holiday oh, one. Oh yeah, we all got COVID. Yeah, I just threw those out finally, <laughs> the COVID blowers. Welcome. Well, we got COVID, Adam didn't, but yes, welcome. Oh, yeah. This is uh, part five. Yes, I was hoping you would do that. Of yeah. our 31 and 31 horror movie spectacular, where... Ooh, are we in for it? You now you listen to the previous ones. I only listened to half of last year's. Um, but I know how it goes, and I can't believe we're doing it again. It's fucking crazy. Hey, it's we're back. Work. It's we're... a lot of work. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't want to jump ahead. We'll get to that. And this is the payoff. <laughs> okay, oh, right Did now. Did you say that? Oh yeah, hi, I'm Kate. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Are we ready to go? Are we gonna do this? I mean, if you don't know, listener, it's basically the, each one of us attempts 31 horror movies in October, and then in November, a little late in November, I might add, that's for know, fucking Thanksgiving time, we go over all 31 movies. Now, here's how we do it. Now, what order are we gonna go in, Adam? Uh, oh, yeah, I thought about this. I think one year you started it, one year I started so it. So, Kate. So, I think Kate should start and now, it this year. Now, is it going year. towards me or towards you? We'll I, go clockwise. That would be towards. Me. Speaking of the Planet yeah. Hollywood episode, would that be towards me? Hopefully, I don't get as confused. With would that the be towards direction. me? Um, let's see. Clockwise would, would be, be towards, towards you. you yeah. Right, so here's how it goes. So Kate says her number one horror movie. If it happens to be my number fourteen or thirteen or twenty, I go, "Hey, that's my thirteen or fourteen or 20. Correct. And then we talk about it. Either way, she talks about it. We've written notes for each one of these movies, and well, for the most part. And do we all hit thirty one? Yes. Yes. Wow. Because last year we didn't. <laughs> I know. I sucked. And let me just say this year was tough. It was tough. It got, this is the toughest year yet. This was by far, by <laughs> fucking far, <laughs> the toughest year yet. I had a lot of trouble. I got nothing going on in my life. I know you guys do. I have no excuse. It just was really taxing on me. It started to feel like homework. And then there was a lot of movies I wanted to watch that I didn't. So I started Same. getting like stressed out, like, oh, I wanted to watch those ones. I didn't have time. Like, I know. It's not fun anymore. It's I know. Just, like, stressful. It became hard work. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, why don't we do, um, here's what we'll do. We'll do 10, then we'll do some listener emails. 
for for part five. For part five, let's do it. Let's do it. Alrighty then. I'm excited. I'm excited. Here we go, Caitlin. You're. Remember, this is what we do. I remember this is the fourth year we've done this now, or third year. You're number one. Okay, so it's a little flick called The Mangler. Have you guys heard of this? I have not heard I of have The Mangler. Absolutely heard of it. You I've, would because yes, yes, it's it. a Stephen King short story. It's correct. Did Although, you read it? I did not, and nor have I seen it. So it's from 95, 1995. Right. And it was directed by Toby Hooper. Hey, hey, we, hey we know him. Friend yeah. of the show, Toby Hooper. Excuse me, it I'm eating stars, an apple donut. Uh, Robert England. Uh. You hey, friend, friend of the show. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm burping up an apple donut. Um, Ted Levine. Hey, friend of the show. Um, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, they're both great. It's about a haunted laundry press machine. <laughs> Why shouldn't <laughs> Get it be? Out of here. Now, if I, if it's I, pretty ridiculous and campy and silly. I think it's pretty distant from the story. If I, if I, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I never read it. I really don't know much about the short story, but it's kind of like like the launch press is kind of like steampunk looking and really cool. Was there a lot steampunk. of steampunk? Was there like, <laughs> yeah. is the laundry <laughs> steamed too? Was, was there sequels? Uh, I th- I th- actually think there was because I think I n- knew a person who knew the person that made the sequel, but that's oh, really? n- neither here nor there. Yeah, um. I think I think continue. It was good. It was like silly and gory, and I mean, come on, it's about like a hundred fucking laundry. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty turbo. Um, that's like the Family Guy do, joke of like dude, the haunted was, lamp. Oh, I was gonna say it's almost like the South Park Family Guy joke with Stephen King sometimes, where he's just like, "All right, what's haunted now?" Well, that you was know? that was Family Guy. Yeah. Family Guy had that joke where he was like in his editor's room and he's like, "This lamp is haunted." Yeah. <laughs> they do an exorcism on it at the end. <laughs> it's pretty silly. I wonder. They do an exorcism on a yes. laundry press. How close that was to the story, but yeah. Anyway, so was it good? Uh, no, I mean, come on, it's not great, but it's it was worth the watch. It was fun. All right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see what 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 are the RTs? Twenty seven percent on the RTs. <laughs> New Line Cinema. Yeah. By the way, that song. Who was that by? The Bollock Brothers. I heard that in a pumpkin patch and requested we play it. I I, I just wanted to say that. I don't believe they mentioned The Mangler, though, they, in they, the song. That's their loss. Yeah, they're going to have to come back with Horror Movies Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> and they will mention The Mangler. So, yeah. I Do mean, you I recommend The, the yeah, Mangler? Yeah, it's worth a watch if you're into that. I mean, Robert England is pretty pretty ridiculous in it he's always fun i yeah. I, I, I used to watch this movie called uh jack's uh brooks monster slayer you ever see it no i know somebody who knows somebody who made it and <laughs> you're like name dropping but robert without naming anyone <laughs> robert pa- uh robert patrick robert england is in it and he it's a fun movie but he's just so much fun in everything he's just yeah. fun to watch and he might be in one of the movies i've watched he and might be i know in a he's couple in, of mine. i know he's in a bunch of the movies that you guys probably watched <laughs> oh yeah he's in one of mine that you i don't think you would guess really i think it'll surprise robert you. robert e is gonna be popping up people oh well he's great yeah he is all right so that's my number one <laughs> all right off we're off to it we're off to the races ryan my your number one suspiria Ooh, oh, finally. coming in hot with 1977 Dario Argenti. 
Argenti. Uh, I know yeah. I was being a clown. <laughs> um, so I wrote a whole thing here. Wow. Yeah, um, let's hear your thing, man. <laughs> American girl joins German ballet school and discovers it may be full of witches and evil. Goblin does the music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hell yeah. I, my general so opinion. Uh, I feel like you do this every time. Oh, I wrote all these uh, notes. Well, I, I, I like to get like an essence of what I wrote and then I like to word it. All right, so basically. Every year, I want to do more Italian horror, specifically Giallo, which is this is not. I want to do the slashers. Mm. I never do it. All right. Spoiler alert, didn't do it this year. Okay. But this, I did finally see. I have never seen this movie. Every year, I say I should. Um, what did you think? I think, okay, then this is kind of my opinion on most Italian, a lot of, I shouldn't say that, a lot of Italian horror movies. And there's a reason why I don't watch them that often, because I think they look and sound amazing. Like, the colors and the fucking goblin music. Like, it is... It's fucking so cool looking. But I find myself getting a little bored by the story. Mm. It drags a little... I always hit a point at some point where I go, all right, let's get this thing going. Maybe that's on me. Maybe that's my problem. But um, that's my general feeling story-wise. But, I mean, it's worth seeing just... For how fucking cool it looks and sounds. Yeah, I mean, it's so well made. Yeah, and 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 it's really cool. I like all the witch shit. I mean, I liked it generally. Yeah. I'm glad I finally saw it. I just there's always a point where I kind of get like a little okay, you know. It's on the Mount Rushmore of Italian horror flicks. Yeah, you, it's, it had if, to be seen. If you're gonna mm-hmm. see five of them, that needs to be on the list. Yes, and I and I'm very glad I saw it. There's so much cool shit in it. I mean, it's just. Visually, I think it's really, really cool. Yeah, I can't. It's like I, a stunning. It really is. Even like, cool. even like the beginning, like her coming out of the airport, getting in the ca- like everything looks cool. You, you know? can't get into the idea of a, a a haunted dance academy. I love all of the 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 premise. It's just I'm telling you, and I feel like a lot of these movies are this way. They care more about style over substance. Yeah, it's a slow burn. It's, yeah. it's a real. It's there's not a lot of action. There's a lot of downtime. Yes, and I just yeah. think at some point I always hit like a wall where I go, all right, let's 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 keep going. But when it ended, all I could think was, wow, that was cool. It's been a minute since I've seen it. What's the gore factor like? Is it's it's not like Giallo cutting nipples and eyeballs. No, gore? it opens with a really cool, some really cool gore, and then uh, sporadically there's a murder. There is one scene where a girl is like kind of tumbling around inside barbed wire which is pretty fucking cool <laughs> but it's it's not super heavy on the gore like yeah. like a lot of uh dario uh movies and a lot of italian horror movies it's not it's not super gory yeah yeah it's got a few moments for sure they like to have those fucking those eyeballs and nipples dude they really get into the flesh cut like they really show it but it's everything is like I don't want to say soap opera-ish, but like campy to an extent. Like mm-hmm. everything is just very stylized to the point of almost not even feeling real and like dreamlike. And yeah. I, I love that shit, but I tend not to get as invested in it as I, shit that's a little more natural. I start appreciating lighting more and more as I get older and older. I'm just turning yeah. into a weird old man. Well, I think as you oh, get- Oh, the lighting is so <laughs> sick. I think as you get more into film- you know, you start really dissecting and like cinematography and lighting and like, well, that's an interesting color choice. Like all those little choices, yeah, you, you take into account. Yeah, and Euro- European acting is um, is very understated and stiff. Often, it's different for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting that it's an Italian movie based in Germany, 
with like an English act. Like it's it's, it's weird. It's kind oh, of there's it, a, there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be stuff like that coming up. Anyway, I liked it, and I I it's one so of those, you liked it. You could go on and on about it, but is I, it a Wreck It Ryan Wreck It recommendation? Well, I think like you said, I think if you're into horror, and especially if you're into Italian horror, yeah, or you want to try like. You know the that kind of style. You have to see it. Yeah, Re- recommended for the hardcore horror fan. Maybe not the casual horror fan. Yeah, maybe unless you're really into style. Yeah. Um, I think I think which we all know, Adam loves style. <laughs> yeah, he's a hell of a, he, you're very. If there's one style thing I can, guru over here. If somebody asked me to describe Adam in one word, it would be stylish. Thank you. And, and thank so, you, Ryan. Uh, there you go. That's my <laughs> number one, Adam. Your, because you know you could go on and on, Adam. Your n- number one. Speaking of style and Stephen King, I watched Maximum Overdrive. Hey, I've seen that. I was gonna watch that. 1986, directed by Stephen King. It's the only movie that he's ever directed. And let me tell you, there's a reason why it's the only movie he's ever directed. Because you can't top it. All right, so here, here's what I wrote here. Uh, Emilio Estevez is a short order fry cook. <laughs> Music by ACDC. What if every machi- what if every machine on Earth went haywire at the exact same time and tried to kill everyone in the process? It's immediately bonkers. It's fun to watch people getting killed by drawbridges, vending machines, arcade games, asphalt rollers, lawnmowers, wheelers, lawnmowers. But ultimately, uh, this movie like just couldn't keep my interest, and it definitely sucks. And <laughs> St- Stephen King is will be the first one to tell you that it sucks. He calls it an idiot movie. I will say I like. I, this I think movie. it's. I think it's beyond an idiot movie. I like Maximum Overdrive. You do? Really? <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I like this movie. Uh, it's oh, it's dog shit. It's deeply flawed, and it's bad. And how's Emilio? Emilio! You forget that he's even in it. If I didn't write that he's a short order fry cook in it, I, I think, wouldn't even... I think he wanted Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and he couldn't get him, so he got Emilio Estevez, which makes sense. I, um... He admits to not knowing what the... Even remembering making this movie. This was at the peak of his uh, cocaine his and alcoholism. Cocaine years. The Stephen King cocaine this years. This guy would drink a case of beer... And do tons of coke. I mean, he was on another planet. And so the movie is totally, completely demented. But, I mean, trucks driving around while ACDC plays? I mean, if anything, it works as like a really long ACDC-like music video. It's essentially what the movie is. It's a long ACDC music video. I can get down with that. It's (laughs) like, if you've seen The Mist, where they're all in the supermarket. Yeah, he loves that shit. They're like Night of the Living Dead stuck in. Yeah, they're in a diner. Yeah. And it's just all these colorful, weird characters in a diner. And these 18-wheelers are just circling <laughs> around the diner. And they're attacking. Just the machines are attacking everyone. And it has something to do with a meteorite flying. And they're waiting for the meteor to leave orbit. It's it's great. Yeah, it's great. No, it is a deeply flawed, uh, badly put together movie. He's no director. Right. I, I agree with you. I just think it's fun. What's I, what's the over-under on Stephen King movies the three of us are going to cover? Because we're at two right now, and we're not <laughs> even done with number one. I don't believe I have one. Really? Uh, wow. I don't, I don't, I've seen them all. And I, well, whenever we do the... Th- whenever, I'll tell you something. My number two is yes. <laughs> based on a Stephen King story. Whenever so. we do the 31 for 31, I I and this is one of the reasons it's so stressful. 
is I always try to watch new stuff that I've never seen. And I've just seen most Stephen King adaptations. So I just don't ever, I just, you know, it's one of those things I just. Well, I think between me and Kate, we got you covered, listener. (laughs) We're going to go through a lot of SK. I can't wait because I happen to be an enormous fan. Well, I'm done. You want to guess what my number two is? Your number two. Just a random guess. It's a Stephen King story. Pet Cemetery. No, you want to guess? Jerry's. What? Jerry's. Jerry's game. Oh no, Salem's Lot. Salem's I was close. Lot. Oh, is yeah. it? Is it the uh, Toby Hooper? Is it another Toby yes. Hooper? Yes. Yeah, I've seen yep. this. Seventy nine. Yeah, uh, it's long because it was like a TV miniseries. Yeah, it is long. What is Salem's Lot about? I don't know anything about Salem. Oh, what it's a, a vampire movie. Great book. It's basically. <clears throat> I just read Dracula. And uh, it is basically if Dracula, instead of moving to England, was moving to Maine. It's okay. it's, it's vampires. Dra- oh, and this is is this the second movie after Carrie? Uh, this is an early. This one, is his right? second book. So. It's yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm uh, thinking. Or of. one of his early novels. But yeah, this is one of the first adaptations after Carrie, right? I, that's probably true. I All mean, right. seventy nine. Yeah, I mean that's fucking early. Yeah. Who's in it? Uh, Fred Willard. Plays. Fred Willard's in it? <laughs> yes. He um, plays the realtor, actually, and um, he's really good in it. Do you remember? I, I watched it last year. Yeah. Do you remember? I, or maybe, when his, maybe more. It's just like... He's Dracula's realtor? From... <laughs> yeah, he's Dracula's. No, Dracula's name is Barlow. Yeah. Barlow. Yeah. And his teeth are kind of funny. Mm-hmm. They're like curved. Yeah. But other than that, I think the special effects are pretty cool. The coolest part I remember from it, and I think it's the most famous scene from the movie that scared people, was when the kid is flying to up the to the window. window. Yeah, that's to, awesome. Yeah, yeah. They had them on like a boom um they, a crane or whatever. They just made a they made a they first they made a re, another one with Rob Lowe, I think, or some shit. No one cared. But now they're they just made a new one, Salem's Lot movie, and it's got a lot of hype, but it's one of those movies that got like shelved, and I I think it's coming to HBO Max. I'm I'm pretty excited to see it. But the mm. book is fucking awesome. The miniseries I felt like was maybe a little dry, a little, a little slow. It was very slow. Yeah. It felt long. It was a slow burn. But I thought ultimately it kind of paid off. Like I liked it. Yeah, but yeah I like yeah. it. Three um, hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a miniseries. My it's, lord. It's almost not even like they turned it into a movie, but it was episodic, I think. Bonnie Bedelia. Oh, Bonnie Bedelia. So there's a Die Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard's wife. <laughs> Where Fred Willard is cheating with his secretary. and With his- Die Hard's wife? Mm, I don't know. I don't anyway, know I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say it again. I'm sorry. Adam said it and I liked it a lot. But do you remember when she's just like, oh, he's raping me? Well, <laughs> let me go into my uh, my encyclopedia of, of scenes like that. No, I'm I, just saying it's it's stuck out because movies back in the day just have weird shit like that. Yeah, they just are allowed to say rape and have it be no big deal. I yeah. don't remember that, no. It kind of reminded me of like the Mad Men thing we were talking about. Yeah. From yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, people were a little more casual about those things. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was cool. I'm, I'm surprised that I hadn't seen it before. Um, but it was good. Do you remember the kid, that kid Mark, his bedroom in the movie? Maybe. He has like all these skulls all over the place and all these cool movie posters. Yes, yeah. I love that. It's very dark. I love that. I guess this was 79, but I feel like in a lot of horror movies, kids had like rooms that were covered in like horror movie posters and like like masks (laughs) and stuff. I don't remember this room specifically. I'm sorry. I just, you know. That's okay, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Um... And I think 
It definitely like influenced the vampire genre, I think, moving forward. I movies. yeah, Salem's Lot. I, I I hope this new movie is good. It is truly an awesome book. It is really cool. Mm. I loved it anyway. You know, that's me. <laughs> you're a huge king head. I am a king head. Yeah. Or right, is that it? Yep, that's it. All right, Ryan, you're number three. Or you're number two. Every, you're every time. Number Numero Dos. Who does number two work for? <laughs> Um, The Gate, Yo. 1987 by Tibber Cox. You know, you apparently watched this. I did not re-listen to you talk about it, so I don't remember what you said about it, but you re-listened. You, th- you think I remember what I said about it? You just re-listened to these. Uh, now, this is a Stephen Dorff as a kid, as a small child. Uh, I wrote cheesy, low-budget horror movie where kids open a gate to demons in their backyard. I liked it. So basically... <laughs> Um, I watched these first three uh, in one day because uh, I wanted to get a head start. Um, it's very – I think it's maybe a little too kiddish. It's maybe a little too little kiddish and some of the special effects of age. It's a PG-13 yeah. movie, right? But it's fun. It's kids open up – it's the kind of thing I think I would have loved as a kid. I think it's real Canadian. These kids open up a gate. I think through like a like a like a heavy metal record or something, yeah. and demons come out and they're like these little troll guys, and there's a big troll guy, and yeah, I got some candy <laughs> over there, and they uh, and they yeah, what have we got over there? It's it's limited. I've eaten most of it, and they fight these uh, uh, these demons, these monsters. I I don't know. I had fun with it. I don't think you liked it. I didn't like it that much. I do remember the end being kind of awesome. Like when yeah, it, every, it goes when all out. Yeah, when everything's get, getting real crazy. I I that I like, but yeah, I. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't like um, like kids kids in horror or something. Is it because you find it to be like cheesy or? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, I identify more with adult problems. Well, you are an adult, so yeah. I make that makes sense. It'd yeah. be weird if that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know what it is. Like I feel like we like talked it, about this. It is okay. You but... were never a child. It's hard for you. <laughs> it's hard for you to get into the mind of a child because you were never a child. I missed out. I missed out on my adolescence and my childhood. It does feel that way. It does. Because I didn't watch nearly as many Halloween specials as I claimed I was going to this year. But there's still like an inner child in me. And I'm not sure that you ever had an inner child. I think you're right. I don't think I did. Isn't that kind of, is that weird to you or? We have a lot of movies to get to, Ryan. Mouthful of Kit Kat. (laughs) Well, anyway, I, I liked The Gate. Um, but it is a very cheesy old Canadian thing, you know, and I think they made a sequel that no one saw. So, I mean, like, you know, look it up, watch the trailer, see if it's your thing, but I liked it overall. Would you ever watch it again? I mean, how many movies do you really watch again? (laughs) If friends really wanted to watch it with me, maybe, but I, I, no, I'm not dying to see it again. It's only been a month. Uh, but I, I did enjoy it overall. The gate. So that's my number two. 87. Yep. Hey, whose turn is it? Adam, your number two. Nosferatu the Vampire, 1979, a German-French production directed by Werner Herzog. You this, know, I was going to watch yes. this. Evan told me to watch it. I didn't watch it. This was on my list of, of movies I wanted to watch. There was It was a long list of movies I wanted to watch, and it's one of the many, many that I did not watch. I've never seen a, a, a Werner Herzog movie, so... Some not of even, his, uh, his movies, Grizzly Bear, Grizzly no. Man. No. Grizzly, Grizzly Man Bear. is one of my favorite documentaries, which he directed. It's he, great. He also directed Bad Lieutenant 2. I've never seen either. Uh, this movie stars 
Isabel Ajani, who we will be hearing from later. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. And Klaus Kinski yeah. as Nosferatu the Vampire. It's an 1850s period piece. Uh, and the pace is even slower than the setting suggests. But I will say it's worth watching just for Klaus Kinski alone. Are you kidding me? Nicholas Cage always says that he wants to be like the American Klaus Kinski. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can kind of see that. I mean, or has said it. Really, he's the reason why you watch this movie. I think that it's the best, the best uh, vampire Dracula performance I've ever seen. Wow. But That's it, a big statement. But um, it's a very drawn out, artsy traveling shots. It's more of that than it is a horror film. And yeah, it's you know it's very dry. Um, all, of, all vampire stuff is very dry. Dry. But um, we're not all. But I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy that I watched it. But I, I don't know if I could really recommend this to many people. Yeah. Uh, unless you have a real passion for acting and amazing performances. and I do love that. But this is one of those movies that I know would be like homework for me where... It, it I, was homework for me. I and, would get something out of it uh, intellectually, but it wouldn't be that entertaining you for know, me. If you're a Werner fan, you know, definitely check it out. If you're into the German-French cinema, check it out. But if you're looking to be scared or spooked or um, happy... <laughs> I, I can't recommend it, but uh, I'm glad I watched it, though. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> cool. Well, that's more than enough, I would say. Good for you. Hey. Good for you. Your number three, Caitlin. Okay, I'm pretty sure we've covered this last year or the year before. Maybe because of Ryan, but Nightmare on Elm Street. The Ridge. The Ridge. Yeah. 1984. Uh-huh. Wes Craven. <laughs> right. Did you watch that one year? Uh, probably. I mean, I've definitely seen it. I know. Many times. Maybe the first year. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you both have seen it, right? I'd rather have just watched these movies. That. I, 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 that's the bummer of this list. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't want it to be all like movies like that, but it just. I watched it, and I just wanted to put it on the list. Yeah, if, we need classics in here. If yeah. we don't do this again, and even if we do... I'm gonna do more classics next yeah. year. I, I, I mean, it's it's great. I love that movie. I think I, that I could watch it every year. I think that movie is awesome. It's so good. Johnny Rob Depp's breakthrough role. Robert E. again. Yes, Robert E. is the best. He's um, so good. I think oh, everyone's man. pretty good in that movie. I mean, like Nancy's kind. Yeah, but I think it kind of like again, it's like campy, which the movie kind of is campy in a way. Yeah, it adds to Freddy it. Freddy with the long arms. Oh, I love those arms. <laughs> I miss special effects like that where you know yeah. it looks crappy, but that's kind of why it's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. That you would know, scare the shit out of me. I'll tell I you read that. somewhere that, this like, is God. Yeah, he's great. Between great stuff. That Johnny Depp scene and I don't, uh, Tina, the character Tina that uh -huh. gets killed in the beginning, uh -huh. They, I think I read they use like over 500 gallons of fake blood or something. Well, there's certainly a lot of it. Oh, uh, dude, the bed scene yeah. is yeah. that will haunt my dreams for the rest of my life that amazing yeah that's one of the the first time you see that you're you're mm -hmm. you're not going to soon forget that what a movie too i everyone's doing slasher movies and it's like let's do someone who comes to in your dream <laughs> and do like dream kills man that's so like scary other... and fucking inventive Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I just also like the other aspect of like that he was a child murderer and all the fan, like all the yeah. parents get together and kill him or burn him. Right, and, and yes, 
Yes. So there's like a little bit more there. He likes to murder it. children. Yeah. It's got mythology. It's got teenagers. Do you teenagers. know Kane Hodder was going to be Freddy before Robert England? Is that Eng- true, actually? England? Yeah. That's weird. Isn't do that you, weird? Do you know Robert England was roommates with Mark Hamill? Yeah. And Ro- oh, well, I think I did. <laughs> no, I think I did know that. And then and Robert England, I think, went in for <laughs> Luke and didn't get it. And so he said to Mark Hamill, like, you should go for this role. And hmm. guess what? He got Luke. And Mark and Robert England got Freddy Krueger. I mean, come on. Two iconic characters. I mean, come on. Both have claw hands. I will say, <laughs> I, I, I love that movie, though. I think it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's great. Classic. So. Yeah. Suck it. Ryan's number three. <laughs> uh, April Fool's Day, 1986. Fred Walton. All right. I wrote Biff. Uh, Thomas F. Wilson is in it. Oh, I also wrote uh, Amy Stool, uh, Amy Steele Stool. I'm just thinking of Poopy, who's the <laughs> final girl in Friday the 13th Part 2 is in it. I don't really remember who's in this movie. Here's, here's what I wrote. Slasher movie about spring break kids going to, uh, on vacation. I had terrible audio on my Pluto version. <laughs> I had to sort of force myself to watch this. I didn't like it. So basically, this is a movie that's like a slasher movie about a bunch of kids that go on spring break and or whatever vacation and they're pulling like april fool's pranks on each other and then people start dying and it's like who's doing it and uh i gotta tell you i don't know why maybe it's because it was the third movie i watched this day (laughs) i did not like this movie it sounds like a fun premise i didn't i bored me and i couldn't wait for it to be over and again that could be my mood but i have to be honest with how i felt who directed it somebody by the name fred walton of the uh Fred Willard. Uh, Fred <laughs> Walton. He did When a Stranger Calls. He did... Which I never um, saw either. And I hear it's not great other than that one moment. When a Stranger the calls, calls coming back. from Yes, exactly. The Stepford Husband? Wait, wait a That's second. What? <laughs> First of all, I don't know what's cr- a crazier concept. The Stepford Husbands <laughs> or When a Stranger Calls Back. That's really the uh, name sorry, of one the of the movies? Sorry, the call got dropped. Yeah. Hey, it's me again. I don't know if you remember. I'm still in the house. It's like... All right, enough of that fucking premise. When a stranger star 69s you. <laughs> Only people under the age, nobody under the age of 35 is going to know what that means. Well, they, there's only ones that listen. When a stranger calls you, collect. Yeah, yeah, 10, 10, 220. <laughs> um, do you remember that commercial? Bob had a baby, eats a boy. Yes, I do. Bob, we had a baby. Because <laughs> they have to boy. say it really fast. Yeah. Remember how Carrot Top used to do those commercials? Like, used to do collect calls? under collect. Yeah. That's weird. Carrot Top's on a podcast that came out today. Wow, what are the odds? <laughs> well, it's like, what is he doing? What, what's he promoting, huh? His act. He's still, I think he's got like a residency in Vegas. Oh, all right. Where he does bad comedy <laughs> okay. for the last 40 Have years. Have you seen him? Have you seen his face? Yeah, yes, we've all seen him. He looks like a monster. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, this movie, I didn't like it. I did not like it. You That's could, okay. Maybe you could guess the ending. I won't spoil. It's all a big April Fool's plank. It's not a bad guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. All right. So, Adam, <laughs> you're number four. Three. Oh, you're number every you, time. You, you drank too many beers, man. Uh, well, I've had a couple. And you're, I'm having this cider now. You're number three. Halloween Dose. Okay. Came okay. out in 1981, directed by Rick Rosenthal. Yep. He did the 1983 Bad Boys. And he did a uh, Halloween Resurrection too. Those are his two big, uh, big credits. There you got Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance coming back, picking up where the original left off. This was on one of my lists. I've seen this one. 
And uh, obviously, yeah, John John Carpenter, he he did everything but direct this movie, pretty much. He said he wrote it on a six pack of beer. Yeah, he wrote it. He did not like it. I know he produced it. He did the the music. Yeah, he was um, pretty bummed out about this movie. Now, here here's a bone I have to pick. Uh, the famous line is, uh, <laughs> "I shot him six times." Yeah, <laughs> I counted. Seven times. Ooh. Wow, that's a weird mistake. There's seven shots fired. It's kind of a bizarre. Like, how how do you mess that up? Almost seems like it's like on purpose or something. Hey, the movie's just not that well made. They didn't expect people to watch it years later on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not but, how they made stuff. But anyway, um, my notes are the decoy Myers death is so sick when <laughs> he gets hit by the car. Do you know that's supposed to be? Dev- uh, are you gonna say something? Wait, I'm thinking because I I probably have seen how the second one the least. Um, is that the one where? That's why I watched it. I've seen it so, um, a lot of times. It's just someone dressed up as Michael Myers. No, and then they, oh no, no. This is the one in the, the hospital. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The truck crash. And That's the fire. H2O. Oh, That's shit. Yeah. Many, Never mind. Many years later, I was watching the AMC marathon, which I thought. Also was uh, Rosenthal, but I believe him. He's probably looked it up more recently. Yeah, this picks up right where the first one left off. Uh, yeah, Lori remember, goes to the hospital. Remember in the first one when the, uh, a car goes by and they're like, was that Devon Graham? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's not Devon Graham. Maybe it's the kid that Jamie Lee Curtis has a crush on. Yeah, it's the kid Jamie Lee Curtis. That's who the kid yeah. in the mask uh, is supposed to be. Yeah, right. yeah. Also, you know Dana Carvey has a cameo in this movie. I must what? have missed it. Yeah, he's on like, and when they're like showing news footage, you see him in the back. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to just fucking sp- go. Go ahead. But yeah, there's a, you got a lot of cl- your classic early, late 70s, early 80s slasher like dialogue that kind of stinks. And there's a lot of POV shots. Yeah. So many POV shots, which is another staple of uh, the slasher genre of that time. And really, this movie, I feel like it has everything except the intrigue of the first movie, you know? That's, that's uh, yeah, the pizza the, guy. The, 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 oh, I was Here, like, what is that? Talk amongst yourselves. I maybe it was a mouse. Uh, I don't have mice. Um, they're, well, they're, they're in the walls. I don't think they can get in. The, in, the intrigue. Do you understand what the fuck this guy's talking about? He's, he's not here I now. He's listening. not here now. What the fuck's this guy talking about? I don't know. Um, what are you doing to them? Here he comes. <laughs> the intrigue. Um, it's not intriguing, if that's what you mean. I like <laughs> Halloween 2, but it's just like yeah, 80s slasher movie. Yeah, it has everything movie. but the intrigue yeah, of just, the first one. It's just 80s slasher movie. It's not like, it doesn't have the... The hot tub scene? The respect. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which I think that might be a reference to an Italian horror movie, actually. But, um, I... Uh, maybe Deep Red, but I... Which I did not see. I, um... I liked Halloween 2, but yeah, it's like a... It's like a shittier version and jamie lee curtis has a wig on the whole time yeah she's not really in it much she's just hurt the whole time but she comes in at the end and the the ending is i thought the ending was pretty sick it's how did she get both those eyes i mean it is a ludicrous it's when i was a kid that was the end of the series in my mind was like mr sandman their brother and sister he burns it felt like we're done here and everything else was kind of crap afterwards then I rewatched the second one maybe 10 years ago and realized, oh, this one's kind of crap too. They never mm. really made a great sequel. But um, yeah, I liked Halloween 2. I think Halloween 2 is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's, uh, I think for what, it's about as good as it possibly could have been, right? I caught, yes. I caught clips of it on Fear uh, Fest on AMC. I'm, it's sad for me to admit I did not watch one Halloween movie from beginning to end this October. 
And I feel that's like surprising. that's going to bother me. I think, I think you broke a, a long-standing streak. I feel like that's going to bother me until like I'm going. It's going to be like <laughs> December, and I'm going to be like, like that's your franchise. It's yeah. going to be December, and I'm going to be like, should I just pop Halloween? Like I feel like yeah. I missed it. You're a Halloween boy. I watched the last half hour of the first one. And then I watched like the beginning of the first one another night. So like I saw most of the first one and I, I know that movie so well. <laughs> yeah. um, and I caught like scenes from two, like I caught right. moments. So I kind of was like, whatever, that's good enough. But I, I do regret that I did not watch any of them fully. It's, it's upsetting. Or any of the, other than Friday the 13th, other, any of the major slasher movies. I feel like I kind of blew it. I think it's good enough, though, to recommend to even the casual horror fan. I agree. Yes. It's, a, it's a pretty classic 80s slasher movie. I feel like it's worth the see. Yes. Yeah. It's time to take a pizza break, if that's all right with you. Uh, it'll have you know to be. No, it's all right with me. Yeah. This is the theme from Halloween 2. John Carpenter, Alan Holworth. Here on Ryan and Adam's show.
All right. Halloween, baby. We never stop celebrating. Here on Ryan and Adam's show, 31 and 31. Kate. Yo. Yo. Number four. Okay, Wes Craven's new nightmare. Oh, are we, are we doing one of these again? <laughs> Where we're going, um, you're going to do a bunch of nightmares in a row? No, this is it. This is it. What um, makes this nightmare so new? Oh, I'm sorry. Please continue. So it came out in 94 on my birthday, actually, which is pretty cool. Uh, Wes Craven directed it. Ryan, I know you've seen this. I'm sorry. Yes, I have seen this. New nightmare, but you don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't I like it. I think it's very campy again. <laughs> it's like a theme I tonight. Um, I, I, I liked it. It's meta. Early meta for Craven. Yeah, I respect the early meta, especially since he went on to do Scream. Adam, do you know anything about it? Do I know anything about meta? No, I know a lot about meta. No, do you know anything about New Nightmare? I don't. I don't even. I don't know. So what makes it? What makes it so new? What's the newest one at the time? It's um, (laughs) they're playing themselves. Like the Nightmare on Elm Street movie was an actual um, movie. Like what? the series, they're on set. Like they, it's about what's her name, Heather. Um, yeah, I don't know her. Heather. Well, quickly, do a quick. Uh, it okay. starts with an L. Okay, 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 okay. Please, okay. quick, quick, quickly, so, quickly. So they're making a movie about Freddy Krueger, and then the cast Heather of the movie Langenkamp. starts getting Heather hot. Langenkamp is playing herself, and she's married to a husband who is a stunt. Uh, but stunt everyone plays guy. themselves. Robert yeah, England Robert England plays himself, and it's about them. Same with Wes Craven. The, yes, it's about them having been celebrities because of Nightmare on Elm Street. And then all of a sudden, she starts seeing this very new-looking. He looks different a little, uh, Freddy Krueger, and it's like this, like, uh, like he's. It's supposed to be like dark, more dark, like darker and more menacing. Yeah, more, and it's like, like a creepier. man. It's like a manifestation of like like she has a stalker in it. It's like more about which apparently she had in real life. Yes, which it's is, more about like celebrity and like making movie. It was it was an early meta experiment. Did Wes Craven direct this? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's, Wes Craven's, it's Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. It is his new nightmare. Um, But I liked a lot of those special effects. Do you remember when his mouth gets really big? And yeah, that was trying, good. I think the little kid in that movie is so cute, too. Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> he's so cute. Um, I just didn't think it was that great. It, tries it wasn't well-received. It came out against Pulp Fiction. It tries to be a little heady. It tries to be a little meta, and I think it was like... It wasn't, they hadn't quite figured it out yet. The concept's already pretty heavy, as we discussed earlier on right. the original film. So to add layers to that. Well, I think Wes Craven, he had been out of the franchise forever. He, like, uh, I think he wrote or co wrote the third one, but he was sort of out. And so I think he thought, if I'm going to come back, I'm going to do it with this new kind of high concept. I don't want it to just be like another Nightmare on Elm Street. And obviously he was interested in meta stuff. He did scream and whatnot. So I think he was kind of doing it. It was a bit of an experiment. It was just get your feet wet for scream. Kind, of, I feel like kind of. But anyway, you watched it. What do you have to I say? liked it. I mean, but I like that. I like scream. I like all those movies. Um, I like Wes Craven. You probably hate it, Adam, because you hate meta. Yeah, you, I, I do hate meta. You might hate it. I, am, I admittedly hate meta, but um, I just I, thought it was I a unique it. idea. It was kind of cool, though. Yeah, the I, idea does intrigue me, and I'd like to see what he attempted to do meta-wise before Scream. That that idea intrigues me. 
about as much as it can. And it's Freddy Krueger. I think Freddy looks cool. He looks different, but I think he looks kind of cool. I don't think he looks as cool. Really? I don't think he looks as cool. I don't (laughs) think he looks as cool. He looks way worse in other movies, though, I feel like. I agree, but I... I like the classic. Does he, just, look. does he have a stronger jawline? <laughs> he has like a uh, an a, um like a, what would what you call that a coat a uh, raincoat a members yeah, only jacket like darker. He has like a dark like black yeah. like coat. Even his his face though the scars he's are got a little a, different. A hat on. He's mm-hmm. like a little darker. Is he more, cheeky? Is it cheeky? No, Freddy? No, 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 no. He almost apparently speaks. this was oh, like wow. what Wes Craven yeah. wanted him to be. Yeah, in he's the pure. First. He's pure boogeyman. He's pure haunting. Um. I believe Freddy Krueger, I think, was the name of a bully of Wes Craven mm-hmm. had as a kid. Yeah, I read uh, that. Last House on the Left, the guy's name is Fred Krueger as well. He mm-hmm. really hated this bully. Yeah, that's but funny. Apparently, he saw a guy outside as a kid that scared him. Like, I don't know if it was a homeless guy. I don't remember the story 100%. I don't have it, like, in front of me. But that was a big inspiration, too. He was dressed in a way. But, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a different look. He was trying something different. I don't love it, but I respect like the 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 risk and like the interesting choice. I think anyone who likes the Nightmare on Elm Street movie should. It's worth seeing. Yeah, I don't know. And apparently, he wanted to get Johnny Depp in it to bring back to play himself, but he was like too embarrassed to ask him or something, which is kind of silly. Yeah, I think he was too like nervous to ask him because he's such a big celebrity yo, now. I just and then I, Johnny I, Depp's like, I would have done yo, it. Yeah, dude, new new nightmare, newer nightmare, newer <laughs> nightmare, and have Johnny Depp come back now. As and the Johnny Depp we know instead now. Instead of Johnny Depp being pulled in the bed, his wife will just shit in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm so trendy and cool. Yeah, a year ago when that <laughs> trial was. I'm eating Ooh, pizza. Burn. All right, so, Kate, since you just went, you get to do the... Intro? Your, you get to do the intro for Ryan. Ryan, We're, you're number four. I just do it better every time. <laughs> I mean, all right. My number four, excuse me, I, th- this is the problem with having this pizza. Let me get a drink of this cider. Hold on. All right. The Last Voyage of Demeter. Mm. 2023, Andre. I Ov- saw the beginning of that. Ovredal. 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 Um, so I was reading Dracula during this whole entire month. And I read the chapter that this movie is based on of Dracula being shipped to England and killing everybody on the boat. So I wanted to see this movie. And so I legally watched it. And I wrote, uh, I was never as entertained or interested in the story of characters as I should and could have been, but I liked it overall. Cool vampire boat movie. I felt like I wasn't quite as invested as I had hoped to be. Wasn't quite there. But the vampire looked really cool. A lot of the kills were really cool. Um... I mean, it was a fun, cool movie. It just wasn't anything like, it's not going to blow your panties off, you know? But I, 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 I it could have been better. It just could have been it better. Was, it was like Under Siege with Dracula. It is very like, it's not, it's like Predator or The Thing. Like, it's very like, we're in a boat and something's we're killing tra- us. We're trapped. We don't yes. know what's killing us. Yes. I mean, that's a, that's a fun premise. There's been many, like you just described, Two yes, incredible movies made and, like and that. And the vampire had this very, very cool Nosferatu look. Like it just, it should have been better. And they did some ballsy stuff, though. They did some stuff where I'm like, oh, that was cool. Like, like it was. I think it was certainly worth the watch if you're into that kind of thing. But I just, I know it could have been better. There was just a lot of potential there mm. that I don't feel like they quite lived up to. And it's full of like character actor actors. I don't remember anyone particularly, but. uh 
like by name, but you you would know them if you saw them. But you you caught like a moment of it. Yeah, I I put it on and then I fell asleep. It was gonna be one of the movies that I watched, but I didn't finish it, so I didn't count it. But okay. um, from what I saw, it was alright. It, it wasn't bad, but it didn't like really grab me. But apparently, that the director did that the autopsy of Jane Doe movie. Yes, which, which is I, supposed to be like kind of like a little hidden gem. Yeah, pretty he, good. He, I think Brian recommended it. He made a too. couple that included that were like you just said. But for some supposed reason, to be I don't like, want to watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, just, I'm with you. But I yeah. uh, maybe I should, but I don't really want to. And scary stories to tell in the dark, which I've seen mm. like streaming, but I've never watched. Yeah, that seemed almost like more kiddish. Mm-hmm. So do, is, is it a wreck or not a wreck? If you like vampires, if you're into Dracula, if you're into like that kind of thing, I would say if you shop at Hot Topic, if you're a no, sophomore in high school, no, if you put black eyeshadow on, well, if you're all those things, then give me a call. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I would say uh, it's a fun, cool movie, but it just could have been a lot better. It's underwhelming. You're not missing anything if you don't see it. But An I underwhelm. think I think it's I think it's fine to watch. I enjoyed it. So that I mean that's the I mean I don't know. I'd give it like. Two and a half out of five stars. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to say for every movie. I, well, I mean, if first every movie all, is that, then every movie is that. First of all, I'm amazed that you gave anything a star rating, but I'm not amazed that you gave it two and a half out of five. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was reading a text message. I'm sure you said something interesting, though. <laughs> wow, this guy, huh? I'm sorry. I was the asshole. I was the asshole, so I had to turn it around on him to be funny. Who that are you texting? It doesn't matter. I have five friends. Your I have mom? lots of friends. Yeah. yeah, I'm texting my mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, so I am... Uh, done? Done. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, Adam, <laughs> your number four. The Sentinel, 1977, directed by Michael Winner, who uh, directed Death Wish 1, Death Wish 2, and Death Wish 3, uh, this movie stars Christina Raines, Ava Gardner, Burgess Meredith, Mickey, Christopher Walken, Beverly D'Angelo, and Chris Sarandon, and Jeff Goldblum. Wow. Ooh. The star power. What a, what a, what a cast. Wait, did you say Christopher Walken? Yes, I did. Wow. He has a brief, a brief uh, appearance in there. Uh, now, this is the 1977 version of Rosemary's Baby, but instead of a baby, it's a model, uh, Christina Raines. Rosemary's model. Now, there's <laughs> basically, Christina Raines plays a woman named Allison who is goes into, uh -huh. she goes to a, uh, <laughs> she starts renting a room out at, in this brownstone in Brooklyn, the Sentinel, and uh, some crazy shit is going down. In that brownstone, it's let me awesome tell you. It's an awesome sound. It's going mm -hmm. down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of creep stuff happens. There's a really uh, graphic scene where uh, Beverly <laughs> D'Angelo is... Um, Caught being filmed in the shower by Chevy Chase? No, she's um, masturbating on a couch. Wait, uh, really? Yeah, and... Is it uh, explicit? For 1977... Yeah. Well, I'll have to at least Google this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's on there. But yeah, it was, this is a, a, a kind of like a DL. Like I, It's kind of an underappreciated, should be a classic. It's a semi-classic. I've heard the name. Yeah. If you want to impress horror people, tell them that you've seen wow, what The a Sentinel. Cool this, is this, oh wait. I'm No, I'm just, I'm just saying. This it's is pretty a, short, This too. is a book, right? I, it's 
Probably based on a book, yes. I think I've heard of the book. I think my... Mm, no, maybe think not. So. No, maybe not. But yeah, it's just... Oh, wait, yes, it is. It's based on a 1974 novel. I'm pretty sure my dad had this novel when I was growing up, and I remember this book being in my house, I think, but yeah. I've never read it. It's a yeah, haunted apartment uh, movie. Well, I'm just searching this Beverly D'Angelo scene, so... Well, you don't need to do that right now. We have a lot of movies to get to, I'm man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's not. He's not kidding. I am absolutely. You can't see. I've got the fucking filter. You can't see what I'm looking up. I bought that specifically. <laughs> but yeah, sicko. You want to see no, a? I, first of all, I'm not looking it up. Second of all, it doesn't make me a sicko. All right. I'll, yeah. I guess. I guess I'll talk on. No, go my, ahead. My number eight or something. No, go ahead. I can talk then. No, go ahead. Uh, or, you know, make it a little bit quicker. That's all. Nah. I'm kidding. Was it good? Would you recommend it? I do recommend it. Yes. I think it's an underappreciated uh, should be horror classic. Wow, honestly, that's a huge statement. Yeah, for uh, seventy-seven, check it out. All it, right. Yeah, it's a little grubby. It's not quite a Chris Flynn movie, it's but not it's, that grubby. it's on the cusp. Like I think Chris would would like it. I'm sure he's probably seen it. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The Sentinel people. I'm, no. I'm giving it a a wreck it Adam approval. Wow, so a, all right, there you go, Kate. Your number five. People Under the Stairs. Hey, that was on my hey. last year's list. I think, yeah. I knew it was. So I, we've for all... some reason, I thought it was on Adams, but that was you last year? That was me. Oh, sorry. I watched it one year, too. Yeah, you it's did. It's all good. You did. We've I, all seen it now. Maybe you both did it. Yeah. No, I I remember seeing that a long time ago, but rewatching it was a lot of fun. Uh, 91, another Wes Craven flick. Yeah, you're in a Wes Craven. You're Craven <laughs> Wes. Craven Craven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, do you guys remember it? Absolutely. I yeah. watched it like, a year ago. The Twin Peaks couple, they're yep. great. He's in that like leather dad, like mommy leather. daddy. <laughs> yeah. But they're actually brother and sister. Yeah, it was. Which and, is wild. They're based on like the Reagans, I think, a little bit. And oh. I thought, I thought it was based no, on my they were, family. No, they were actually based on like some some story in L.A. Yes, but I think just like um, maybe look or voice were mod because they're yuppies. Uh, they're meant to be like '80s yuppies, I think. Actually, yeah, I uh, I wrote here inspired from the news story in the late 1970s, which two burglars broke into an L.A. Yes. household. Yeah, and they discovered two children that had been locked away by their parents, which is horrible. Yeah, and not so, nearly as fun as the movie. But yeah, the movie is so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, but yeah, I guess that's really it. <laughs> all right. I'm cool. I'm all right with a little brevity. That's yeah. fine with me. That's kind of what I figured with the movies. I mean, it would be nice to do different movies, movies that we haven't time. watched, but I thought maybe it would kind of help speed it up a little bit if we had a couple. <laughs> all right. But that movie's fun. All right. So, uh, well. Oh, yeah. Ryan, you're number six. Be my number five. Oh, your number five. <laughs> uh, my number five was uh, this was this movie kind of sucked, and it's like you probably never even heard of I, it. I know what you're gonna say it's called The Exorcist. Yes, uh, 1973. It's by a fellow by the name of William Friedkin. Billy. Uh, so uh, here's the thing. Well, we all went and saw this. In we theaters. all now we had the we had the great fortune of all, all three of us catching this in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. I almost missed some of it. I was almost late, but we all saw it. And uh, I, I I I kind of you guys say, talk amongst yourselves for a second. Uh, this stars Ellen Burstyn, Jason Miller, Linda Blair, and Max von Sydow. Did I just pronounce that right, Sydow? 
I think you're right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, Linda Blair, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, is the reason why this movie works. Yeah, she's she, great. She is a one in a million shot to find a young actress that's going to pull that off. Unfortunately, she, she like had to break her back and like kind of destroy her life. Well, to the do it. well the the first um the the very first scene with her, she's just like the perfect child. Mm-hmm. She's this this bright, like funny, smart, cute little kid that's like just like the apple of her mother's eye. Yeah, and she slowly is succumbing to this demon. Yeah, so and it's just she's just so good in it. The the yes yes and Jason Miller not he was even not an, an actor not an actor he's yeah. a playwright right so the the first time I saw this movie I sort of laughed it off because and I think it's easy to do that because this movie is so outrageous that you're laughing at certain things I think it's fair to say uh, you don't think so no I made a, a face because my I hit the mark. all right <laughs> but 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 I think what makes this movie, because it's aged, but I think what makes this movie truly terrifying to me, because I was trying to figure out, like, what is it that, like, gets to you, that really gets to people? And I think, honestly, the stuff I found the scariest as an adult is the stuff where the kid is, like, sick and they can't seem to get answers. And they're doing all these medical tests on her and the doctors are prodding her and the mom is getting desperate and I think what's so scary about this movie is the idea of like the unfairness of the whole. It's like at any moment your child could be sick mentally or physically or something horrible could happen and you couldn't do anything about it. Hopelessness. You couldn't get an answer. It doesn't matter if you're a famous actress or who you are. It's the fucking like the horribleness of life that it's just this horrible fucking thing could happen and you can't do anything about it. The fact that she has to turn to faith, and even still, without spoiling, gets a solution, but really, is it still a terrible Tur- ending? Turns to faith with the help of a man that's having a crisis yes. of faith, and it's like when you have nothing else that will help you, how you will turn to faith, and that's like that is uh, it's I think it's still something that people can relate to. I mean, it's like universal. Uh, watching this in the theater, one of the uh, less popular scenes that stuck out to me is it called the tachycardiogram? Is that yeah, yeah, the nurse name Kate? Of, oh, yeah, like nurse an Kate. echocardiogram. Echo, yeah, an echocardiogram mm-hmm. when they're they stick it in her neck, which I think is not yeah. how they really do no, it. That yeah. was wild. Yeah, watching the, that. Yeah, Some the, of that's added because we did watch the I extended mean, version. Yeah, that should be noted. And the sound. Of the machines whirling, yes, yes, in the theater, in this like. That's this, what I'm saying. I agree. The, the the sound is is a huge reason why this movie's so scary. And if you have the chance to see it in the theater, just like these eerie like buzzes, yeah, that just make you feel uncomfortable. Your skin is crawling. I think in 2023, it's easy to laugh at somebody saying like your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's easy to kind of be like, this is so insane that I'm laughing because we've seen it all. But I think still what's so scary is, yeah, is that kind of stuff. Is that I was uncomfortable. Yeah. It, I think it's that stuff of like they're taking her blood and they're putting her through the ringer and you're like, God damn. Like this is brutal. You're going to die up there. Now when she started saying, uh, it's not often I watch movies where a little girl says, lick me and sticks her mom's face into her <laughs> bloody vagina. I did kind of think though, 
maybe if the mom just fucking licked her, she would stop. I mean, did they ever, they're trying to like, exorcism. They never tried to just do what this girl's asking for, you know? <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> I absolutely had to make that joke, and I know it's horrible. But it is just like the insanity of what they asked this little girl to do. You just don't see that. You don't see that in movies even now. Like, it's just fucking crazy. And apparently Freakin' was shooting off fucking guns, blanks to get people's reactions. I mean, it's just a madman. It's a fucking madman. I saw this movie way too young, and every single intense scene burned in my brain. This was the first, well, one of the first movies. I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but... Uh, that re- like legitimately scared me as a young kid because we- I loved horror, but this movie's scary. It's weird that it didn't scare me. I- again, I think what? it was because I was putting up. I was very shallow as a kid. Nothing really. I wasn't easily scared, but I also feel like I was putting not up. Not much a- has changed. No, I'm scared of everything now. That's just not true at all. But I feel like I was putting up a lot of. Uh, like wall, and I was like making jokes and being like, "This is like corny," and and I was trying to like. That's how I was, I was like fighting it, you know. And then I feel like I saw it again in my twenties, and I was like, "Man, this thing is fucking. This is intense," you know. But you know, I think lots has changed. I can't watch fucking anything anymore. I'm a pussy. It's you know. But I, I, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. By the way, did you know Leslie Nielsen did a parody called Repossessed with Linda Blair? No. Like God, how did I miss that? <laughs> I was going to watch it. I never got around. Because I remember there was a scary movie 2 like, parody. Oh, of course. Yeah. That one's famous. But this, you know what I also love is the Bazoozoo, like, flashes. Yeah, Bazoozoo, dude. We kind of use that in uh, Pants with Buckleton, the flashing of the face. Oh, yeah. Just awesome. Just an awesome. That was an early internet scare Yes, thing. it was. It, they would use that. I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I remember showing that to F- Chris Flynn, and it jumped because the the whole thing was you were supposed to like stare at the screen to try to solve something and then it would scare you and it happened and he didn't jump and he goes oh i must have failed the test (laughs) oh my god see that tracks you're totally fucked in the head dude (laughs) something wrong with you it didn't even Uh, um but yeah man (laughs) what can you else i mean it hasn't been said a million times the rewatchables episode was great on this movie but yeah check that out i loved it i love it it's it's fucking it's based on a novel we should say uh by blatty and, William uh, Peter Blatty and uh, just a cool, just a cool. We might be fucking, talking about him a little bit later. Yeah, maybe next for me. <laughs> Same. Just a cool <laughs> fucking movie. And uh, Adam, your number five, The Exorcist. Kate. I defer. <laughs> Kate, your number six, uh, The Exorcist. Okay, so now you have to pass it over to me. Uh, Ryan, your number seven? Six. 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 God <laughs> damn it. Six. So six. I, uh, six. shouldn't use God's <gasps> name in vain. You know, he did save, uh, poor, uh, Reagan from the demon. Uh, number six, The Exorcist 3, 1990, directed by the author of the first one, William Peter Blatty, based on his novel, Legion. That's my number seven, just FYI. Cop and Priest from first one are in it, but they're new actors. George C. Scott is so good in it. Yes. (laughs) Jason Miller may return. I don't want to spoil. Um, I'm pretty sure we already did, didn't we? Basically, at the end of the first one... They added that scene. That's in the extended where the cop and the priest are friends. Right, yeah. The third movie is kind of just like, that's the movie. Is these two are, f- are friends now. It's George. And uh, basically, there's a killer 
played by Dorf, a Dorf, yeah, Brad, uh, Brad, Brad Dorf, Dorf, the Great, and it's based on um, the Zodiac Killer because apparently the Zodiac Killer would write in his notes that he liked The Exorcist. Fun fact: apparently Jeffrey Dahmer loved this movie and would show it to his victims, which to me is just like. And what a big dork, you know? Because apparently he would show him like Return of the Jedi too. Just a dorky guy, this guy. But uh, he would wear yellow contacts. Real nerdy guy. But I don't know why serial killers seem to love the idea of a demon taking over and causing you to kill people. But uh, I wrote some cool scenes, but just whatever at times. Apparently it was butchered a bit by the studio. All right, supernatural cop serial killer movie, but doesn't hold a candle, obviously. Generally speaking... I don't really know what the big hype of this movie is. I, I guess because it was so much better than the second one, but I did not particularly like this movie. Yeah, maybe it is because the second one was supposed to be like so bad. Yeah. I didn't I don't know if I've seen the second one. If I have, Neither. I don't remember. Did you like this? I did only because I thought it was like ridiculous. I thought George C. Scott was funny. There's some fun scenes. Yeah. Like that I one just, nurse scene that's yeah. kind of famous. Yeah. Um but yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to like The Exorcist. It's just like an all right cheesy horror movie. I mean, yeah. it's, I would say it's worth the see if you're curious about the hype and you like The Exorcist. Like, it's not a bad movie by any means, but I don't really understand. I was kind of confused though. So, is it supposed to be that the priest uh, was his name like Father from know. the original? Let's call him Father Bowling Basket. <laughs> <laughs> He was possessed by the spirit of the killer. Okay, so I'm just right? going to... Spoiler alert. The idea was that Pazuzu, uh, having taken over the priest and 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 sort of animating his body, mm-hmm. uh, was now allowing the deceased serial killer that this... I forget his name, but he's based on the Zodiac killer, to mm-hmm. take over that body to continue to commit murders. Okay, gotcha. Is essentially gotcha. what the premise of the, and the spoiler... Of the movie is. Um, <laughs> That's so crazy. But why wouldn't the demon just do the killings? It was like, a, it felt like they were trying to make an excuse to tie in the real life serial killer, which just seems grimy. I, I don't know. It just seemed like it's a stretch. It's over like complicated. It doesn't have nearly as, it's not as well directed as Friedkin's. It's, it's just, it's fine. Again, I don't think it's bad, but it's just like, I can't believe people even use it in the same sentence as the original. I just don't uh, think it's that good. So that's me. <laughs> Adam, your number six. Alligator. Hey! 1980. That was my last year's number one. Directed by Louis Teague, who directed Cujo and Jewel of the Nile. I know. I said this last year. It stars <laughs> Robert Forrester, Robin Riker, Michael V. Gazzo, who you remember from Godfather Part Two. He's the guy that slits his wrists. Uh-huh. Uh, now, <laughs> Alligator. Semi Jaws parody here. Um, there's character actors galore, like Michael V. Gazzo. And also, I have a note here Cheswick dumping dead dogs in the sewer. Uh huh. Yeah. Ch- Cheswick from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I, had, I had to pause because essentially, they're, 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 there's a, what is it? Uh, uh, scientists are testing on animals yeah. and, and the animals die so they throw their dead bodies in the sewer <laughs> where the alligators eat them where the alligators eat them and become yeah. gigantic correct so I'm, I'm looking at this guy d- dumping these dead dogs in the sewer and I'm like where do I where do I know this guy from where do I recognize this dude from 
And I, I pause and I look and I look it up. I'm like, oh, that's Cheswick. I don't think I knew that. From Cuckoo's Nest. I don't think I knew that. Which yeah. one's Cheswick again in that movie? Um, He's the... Is he the one that wants his cigarettes? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah, my yeah. cigarette. Yeah, yeah. That's who I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, Michael V. Gazzo as this unintelligible police captain is so funny to me. It's just, it's just, it's really awesome. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, how good was fucking Forrester in it? Yeah, he's amazing. The he's... scariest part, scarier than the alligators in this movie, is the fact that Robert Forrester is losing his hair. <laughs> it's, it's so, so terrifying. I do like the one scene where he, I remember it from a year later, where he's on the ladder and his partner is being like eaten and he can't like help him. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, it's a giant alligator on the Loose in the City movie. It's a fun. Yeah fun movie I agree and I recommend it to even the casual horror fan I really liked it so Kate your number seven. Oh wow the rum and cider is good I told you uh, I like my whiskey anyway I know but it's something about the rum with the cider right I know I just don't want to mix too much anyway uh, I'm sorry Exorcist 3 blah 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 Should oh I... okay number seven Yes. Okay. Thanks for checking. Ryan, you are number seven. Fright Night from <gasps> 2000. Fright Night. The That's... remake. The remake. Oh, uh, never mind. I've seen, uh, I've seen the original. Listen. Uh, <laughs> are you for real? Come on. Farrell. I've seen the original multiple times. Okay, I've never seen the remake. 2011, Craig Gillespie. Gillespie. I wrote fun, goofy, and quick. Not going to blow your pants off, but I enjoyed it. Um, that remake is sloppy. It's, it's, I like Colin Farrell. <laughs> in it. And also, I like that Anton Yelchin kid. Yeah, I guess he's, he's quite, fine. he's quite good. And I think, uh, Colin Farrell's a lot of fun in it. I think it's fun. It's nothing like it's. It's like I said. It's not like a, It's not amazing. I don't think it's as good as the original. Not that I love the original, but I thought the it was uh, the original has problems with it too. But yeah, they're both problem. They're both not perfect. But yeah. I I enjoyed it. It's my my van, another vampire. It. A lot of vampire movies on these lists. I think when I was a kid, I watched a lot of like werewolves and Frankenstein's and stuff. And I feel like now, as I'm getting older, I'm watching more vampire stuff. I don't really know why. But is this like the sixth vampire movie you've watched? I've watched a lot of vampire movies, and I read Dracula. But I, uh, I don't know. I liked, I liked it. It was fun. It was light. It was like a throwaway. Like oh, it was a fun couple. Listen. You guys want to boo me now. There's a couple of movies on this list that are like borderline children's movies. I mean, there's a couple of movies on this list that are really oh light. Really light. Oh. What? One of you. You both have your shoes off. Oh, I literally just popped my fucking <laughs> slippers off. It would be you then. It's not my feet. Dear God. Let me explain. It's not my feet. It's the slippers. Hey, slippers. Take those slippers out of this room. No, I'll just put my feet back in them and I'll close them off. These slippers Dude. are old. These slippers are old. Dude, it's bad. I got them back on. I got them back on. Do you know I don't what? smell anything. I don't either. I got a whiff. <laughs> These slippers are old, dude. It's not the feet. The feet are clean. I just showered. They're old slippers. Yeah, but you're putting your clean feet in those dirty slippers. Dear Lord. What am I getting my feet sucked off? Who cares? What do I got to fucking... Who am I impressing? Listen, you're in my house. If I want to fucking smell like dirty fucking slippers, I will. Oh, this is brutal. This is particularly brutal. 
Do you smell it? This is an assault. No, I don't. She doesn't smell it. Well, God has mercy on her, not on me, How apparently. How dare you? I, I've, got, I've got Al Bundy smelling fucking <laughs> shoes. Anyway, that's my that's my number uh, my number seven. Adam, your number seven. Jerry's game. Gerald's game. 2017, directed by Mike Flanagan. He did Hush, Ouija, Doctor Sleep, and The Haunting of Hill House. Big fan series. of uh, Mr. Flanagan. Yeah, he's good. This movie stars uh, Carla Gugino and Bruce Greenwood. Um, it's now, based on a Stephen King book. Yeah, this guy Bruce Greenwood, he's like this character actor, and he basically looks like a pitchman for Viagra. He's just like that, like good looking old he's in dude. That, he's in that House of Usher show, which I sadly could not finish. Did you finish it, Kate? No, I didn't. I might try again. But, it, yeah, anyway. I might try again too. Because I like Flanagan, but I don't, whatever. I didn't recognize now. Now, essentially, the, the plot of this movie is a, a husband and wife go away for a nice uh, getaway in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and he decides to handcuff her to the bed Kinky. in a sex game and then he dies and she is trapped and let me tell you something this was one of the best movies straight up that i watched this year i have it highlighted in green as a top baby i'm not surprised i'm I, you sent me the book and i will be reading it and i will be watching it because i've waited way too long because I, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I wanted to read it first, and I kept putting it off. I knew it would be good as a Flanagan movie. He did Dr. Sleep. He's great with King stuff. I knew it would be good. Now, in some ways, it's a modern-day misery because you got a, a woman trapped in a room. But it's a, it's a little more than that. There's a little more going on than that. And it's very, very compelling despite being limited to, I, to that room. She kind of like goes into her own mind, and there's some trauma stuff. Yeah, and, yeah I, I know. I, 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 don't, I haven't recognized this Carla Gugino woman from anything. Oh, she's I, in a ton of shit. She's, in, she? a lot of, she's in all of his stuff. She's Isn't in all she his married shit. married to him, or is that the other That's one? That's the other one. Oh. Yeah, I, I, don't uh, know Kate, Mike Flan- I don't know Mike Flanagan stuff that well. You didn't watch the shows on Netflix? Uh, no, I've never watched Did any you watch of Hush? The, every... Oh, she's the one that he's married to, right? In Hush? Yes. What in God's name is going <laughs> on here? <laughs> he dropped a candy Find bar. my Snickers! <laughs> Whatever. I'll find it later or the mice will. I don't have mice. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go, Kate. Just throw it in there. I got a new one. <laughs> and then, like, I, there's so much I want to say about it. Did you see it, Kate? I feel like I have seen this. I've oh, that's it- not a high record. That's not a high <laughs> no, opinion. No, no, this is why. I feel like I've put it on at night when I'm sleepy and then oh I fall God. asleep. You are to the it. worst. I know, but I suck. What is with people let, doing let that? Me t- <laughs> I just need to say, I'll say one thing without giving too much away. I don't scream over movies. I mean, I've seen you scream a few times in real life, though. You scream? I'm eating a Kit Kat. Yeah, put another Kit Kat in your mouth. Oh, that's an easy joke. <laughs> that's ass. an easy joke. Like, you haven't eaten a Kit Kat tonight. Oh <laughs> you scaredy cat. I think he, he wants you to choke on that fl- Kit Kat. It would melt. I want you to chocolate. choke on your slipper. That's what I want you to choke I'm on. I'm going to put that slipper in your fucking face. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about the movie. <laughs> There's just one of the, the craziest scenes I've seen in a movie in a long time, and I, I screamed. Really? I couldn't watch it. I had to avert my eyes. Man, so that's that's okay. I'm curious. I you won't, you will not it. feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm highly recommending Gerald's Game. It's on Netflix, people. Check it out. Kate, 
You're number eight. Ooh, that rhymed. Uh, midnight Meat Train. Oh, you know, okay. This makes me upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? This makes me so upset. Can, can any of us, first of all, can any of us fucking No, not at say, her. Not at her. Not at her. Like, let her finish. <laughs> no, it's okay. Let her talk about the movie. No, it's, it's her okay. number eight. <laughs> Why are you upset? I'm not allowed to have an opinion on the movie. <laughs> You're, let her talk first. It's her movie. All right, go ahead. Adam over here. <laughs> no, so Midnight Me Train is from 2008, which is pretty old at this point. Uh... I don't know how to pronounce the director's name. Ryuhei Ryu Kitamura? I don't know, but it's based on a Clive Barker story. Is that why you're upset? Am I allowed to speak? Yes, I'll allow it. Josh Mooney, oh. friend of the show, lent me a collection of stories from, mm-hmm. from Clive Barker, and one of them was that. And so two years now that we've done this, I have meant to read that and watch that movie, and I keep not doing it. I'll tell you something. It. I wasn't really a fan of the movie, but I bet the story's cool. I Do you know it, anything about it? No, but it's in the I, like it's in this collection, so I thought that would be a cool thing to do one year, and I have not done it. Do you know who stars in it? I do not. I do, but go ahead. Bradley Cooper. Oh. Which is kind of interesting. I just wanted to see what he was like. He's okay in it, I guess. Good guy, bad guy. I guess he's good. Good, <laughs> I guess. Neutral I don't guy. Know, he plays a photographer, and uh, in the subway, he um, let me see. He tries to track down a serial killer that's called like the subway butcher because it's someone in the subway that's killing people. But you find out that he's really like this servant to give these sacrifices to this breed of like reptile demons living underground. <laughs> so. He's he like kills people and feeds them to them so they don't attack people during the day. That's pretty Barker. Is that like a spoiler though that you're saying? I mean, I guess. Sorry, spoiler <laughs> alert. Because <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, that's like part of the whole story. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Ryan. Don't don't listen to this. It's okay. <laughs> um, but then I was gonna say the rest, but I guess I won't spoil it. But it, I mean, I think it's a cool idea, a cool premise. But the story is probably way better. I mean, it's very like, even though it's 08 and that's pretty dated, it even feels older than that. Like I was watching it and I was like, this kind of feels like it's from like 2004, 2005. Oh. And I feel like those kind of like filmmaking choices yeah, those were are like all the worst. really, yeah, just like really cheesy and I don't know. So I didn't love it. I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody. But Thank you. That's just me. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad because I like C- Clive Barker's stuff. I haven't yeah. seen that, so now I, I know. Think he produced I don't care it too, I to watch maybe? it now. I think he might have produced it as well. Yeah, I'm maybe I won't sure. bother then. I mean, not that I thought it was going to be great anyway, but yeah, I had the thing. I think it's pretty short. I mean, just pop it on if you want. But I would definitely read the story because it, it does sound pretty cool. But that's it. So, Ryan, you're number eight. I don't even really want to talk about this movie. I, I, I have nothing to say. This was one that I watched half-assed uh, at uh, my friend, former guest Nick's house. And I wasn't going to put it on the list, but I did not have enough movies, so I put it on there. It's the anthology movie Trick or Treat. Oh. 2007, Michael... Do or tree? You, you, you've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. yeah it's just, and I, I think I caught a tiny bit on AMC Fear Fest this it's year. Just classic anthology movies. Some of them are better than others, and I guess they're connected by this like little pumpkin kid. Yeah, Sam, what's his name? Sam so Hain, I believe is his yeah. name. Very 
Clever. Uh, <laughs> some are better than others. Uh, it's very Halloween-ish, and uh, it's a fun little watch. And uh, yeah, I got nothing to say. It's the trick Dude, or treat Do one. you know? Yeah. Okay, this is kind of wild. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. This says the budget was $12 million and the box office was only $27,000. What is this for? Trick or treat. Oh. Yeah, it's gained. It kind of got fucked, I think. I think it didn't even get like in the full theaters. And it's but ga- it's kind of like a cult classic. It gained a cult following. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking this is this was fine. Should I enjoyed sure. it. I remember enjoying it. Adam, you're number eight. Fright Night. The original. The original. That's on my list. 1985. Uh, I don't know what number exactly. Directed by Tom Holland, who also did Child's Play. Yes. Stars Chris Sarandon, who was also in The Sentinel. And in Child's Play, uh, William Ragsdale, Amanda Bierce, a.k.a. Marcy Darcy. Marcy uh, Darcy. And this dude, um, Stephen Jeffries, uh, plays the character Evil Ed. Mm-hmm. Now, I did I did some research on that guy. Uh, <laughs> just look, uh, look up Stephen Jeffries' uh, Evil Ed on IMDb, and you'll... Uh, You'll be shocked. But uh god damn. Uh oh, and this dude oh, um I see. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, I see what you're talking about. Some what? some greasy films in there. During the nineteen nineties, he what? appeared uh in some some pornographic movies. <laughs> Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah, but yeah, this this dude uh, He had an alias though. essentially this this young boy, uh a guy a vampire moves in next, next door, door yeah. and is, there's a bit of a rear window situation that unfolds and uh, things get weird. And it's kind of like a bit of a, not a, it's a, it's a bit of a teen movie. There's some like, yeah, it's very MTV. There's a lot of extended music sequences. I guess I didn't say what the premise of the remake was, but same, same, it's premise. the same exact yeah. premise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, there's another guy, um, uh, Chris Sarandon plays the the vampire guy, and he's great. Like he, like yeah, he, no, he is good. I but, think Colin Farrell was better, <laughs> personally. But and uh, he's got this um this dude that helps him out, uh, and he just reminded me a lot of Tom Wobsgans from oh. uh, Succession. <laughs> it was just like he had that kind of he was cracking me up. It was I thought it was a pretty funny movie. I was into it. It is funny. Yeah. I think. Uh, and What's uh, his name is good in it. Roddy McDowell. What's his name? Right. Or Roddy. No? Roddy McDowell. Wait, is, is he that in the that? kid? <laughs> is that the kid? I don't know. Uh, William Ragsdale, I think, is the kid, right? And then Amanda Wait, Bierce is, it, is. No, the guy, the the old guy. I'm on the, the, the show host that he goes yeah. to for help. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's great. Is that in, him? in the remake? He's like a Chris Angel kind of guy. It's like kind of. I weird. don't remember that. It's not great. It's that's a little weird. But I mean, I guess it was for the time. But yeah, it was. This is a fun movie. It's a good movie to. Uh, I liked it. You know that. You know that movie, that song, uh, horror movies that we listened to earlier. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of movie that would that should be on that list. You and your girlfriend watch Fright Night together. Yeah, it was fun. Have a nice night with your lady. All right. Or fella. Or fella, if you're into that sort of thing. Or. Insert here. Kate, <laughs> you're number nine. Uh, that would be the Babadook. Well, tell me about the Babadook. It's from 2014, directed by Jennifer Kent, which I think this is her first film that she did. I don't know if she's done anything since. You guys see it, Babadook? I caught 
a chunk of it on TV once, but I never on saw TV? it. On TV? Well, like it was like HBO, but oh. I've never seen the whole thing. For some reason, I thought it like, was only ever on Netflix. But I caught it somewhere. <laughs> what year did it come out? 2014. It's Australian. You've never seen? You've never heard of the Babadook? I've heard of the Babadook. I've never seen it though. Oh, it, was, really? it was a big deal when it, it came out. It was one of those out. big metaphorical horror It's a big deal, movies. but you know what? I think it's kind of overhyped. I don't really. I I like it. I enjoy it. Is it like a big metaphor for motherhood and like? Yeah, how and scary that is. That, but also like grief because she's a widow. Yeah, and she's dealing with this like really super annoying little boy. People were scared by that movie. It, there are, it's creepy. There are creepy elements. I it's like about the like a children's look. book, and she reads a story, and it's like if you invite the Babadook in, and he's gonna, you know, if you look in the mirror and say the Babadook's <laughs> name three times, he appears. Yes, um, but it's cool. I don't know. I kind of wanted to rewatch it because I I watched it when it came out, and it was like this big thing. So I rewatched it, and I I liked it, but I don't know. I do think it's a little bit overhyped. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, apparently the Babadook was inspired by an older movie from 1927. Have you guys heard of London After Midnight? London After Midnight? Yeah. No. It's kind. It was inspired by the Man in the Beaver Hat. That probably probably a silent film. Probably, I would assume so. Or maybe not. 27. I mean, the Babadook's got a look. Yeah, it's very, very like I don't know. So yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> okay, Ryan, your number nine? Yeah. Number nine. So I watched The Descent. Yo. Finally. The Descent. 2005, Neil Marshall. <clears throat> it's uh, good, right? Did you like it? Maybe, no. it's, maybe it's too dated. It was all right. Maybe if you, you saw like it, it, though, in 2005. Uh, my first note was... Spurlunking is stupid. <laughs> Why would you spurlunk? I don't know. It's I do those, agree that that group of women's kind of annoying. It's one of those movies where you're supposed to be like, what if I was in their shoes? But why would I do this? Why would I go under the ground like this? I don't know. People do it. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> I wrote to explore the I world. I literally wrote, you'd have to be an idiot. <laughs> so they deserve it. It didn't creep you out, like the, the claustrophobic nature of it? No. I wrote, score reminded me of The Thing a bit. Cool movie, different than I thought, much more action-packed. It was like an action movie. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. I didn't love it. Uh, I, I liked aspects of it. I thought the monsters looked pretty cool, but not really getting it. Not really getting this one. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe if you saw it in 2005. Maybe. Remind me what year it came out, 2005? I suppose it was 2005. <laughs> I was 16, which means I probably would have hated it even more. Oh, you think? I mean, there was some claustrophobia. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like That was the thing that te- terrified me. I just thought, just don't be in this cave. <laughs> I thought the demon, like, I thought the, the, cre- monsters the creatures looked really were pretty co- cool. Yeah, they looked really cool. And some of the gore was really cool. It was really bloody. And I like, didn't mind the fake out ending either, because it was like also for the time, to, you know. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned 2005. I mean, you're just spoiling everything, huh? (laughs) Well, what are we supposed to do? Not talk about these goddamn movies? Um, Yes, that was a very 2005 thing to do. I agree. I I still feel a little weird after Adam told me to shut up and (laughs) not talk. I I, I feel like weird about it. Yeah. I don't like that you did that. All right, let's let's have a truce. You can come back. Well, I just it's it, okay. It, it's weird. I mean, you're talking about your movie now, so it's cool. But all we're right. all talking about each other's movies. All right, all right. You're chiming in. Right. I interrupt a lot. Do you want to? Do you want to hug? But why'd right you do, do it? Do you want to hug it out? But 
All Brian, I'm, let's just get past it. We have, we're not even to number 10. All I was saying was that Josh Mooney gave me this book. Why <laughs> couldn't I say that? All right. Let's Should, just get past it. you admit it. you were wrong? I don't admit I was wrong. Well, she, she was, she, it was her turn. She said I was the excited title about the movie. title, and I was chiming in. Did it bother you? No, it didn't. It was not a big deal. All right. Okay. Let's get past it, dude. We had a lot of movies to do here. All right? This is growth, guys. Yeah. This is healing. I all don't right. feel healed. All right? The descent was fine. Okay? Don't take it dude, out of are, the descent. Are, are, are we really going to do this, man? We're, we're on number 10. You screamed at me on the middle of the episode, and I'm the jerk? No, I'm just saying we got to get past it. Well, I'm past it. You can't be like this for the next 20 movies. You don't be like that you just were before. You're acting like a baby that got spanked. You're acting like a baby that had a temper tantrum. All right, let her talk about the movie. Like All a right. big get, jerk. Get over it, man. Come on. I'm, I just, I don't appreciate it. That's all. All right. Point taken. You're number nine <laughs> or eight, whatever the fuck. I think it's nine. Misery, directed by Rob Reiner. You might remember Rob Reiner from When Harry Met Sally. He did Spinal Tap. I I, I wrote down all of these. What's AFGM? What movie is AFGM? Am I? I'm. AFGM. A Few Good Men. Uh, That makes sense. A Few Good Men. The director of photography is Barry Sonnenfeld. He directed Men in Black. Uh-huh. And this is direct. Uh, yeah. Remember that one? Please don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> let him talk. <laughs> let him talk. I'm doing background music. Jeez. <laughs> and you got Jimmy Kahn and Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates giving a world-class performance. She was born for this performance. Were you just only, both of you, just watching Stephen King adaptations? Yeah, this <laughs> Apparently. Is, yeah a lot of Stephen King adaptations. I watched this because after J- Jerry's game, I just was like, I need to revisit Misery. I want to I see where we've come from in these uh, person trapped great, in the movie horror films. It's a great films. movie. This was also a great book. So, that's all. That's it? That's all I have to say. I wouldn't dare interrupt you. Hey. What what do you think? It's your movie. What do you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. How can you not like Misery? I love Misery. It's a it's a terrific movie. It's a great movie. And you really and say what you want about Rob Reiner. The dude knows how to direct a movie. He's just well, he had like seven good movies in a row, and then he kind of sucked forever. Yeah. He has sucked for twenty years now, but he has some amazing movies. What's no the doubt. last movie he directed? I don't L- even know. Literally, if you look it up, it's like a famous thing. He he directed like seven different genreed movies, just slayed and killed, 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 and I think for twenty years he sucked. I don't know why. He's totally fucking it, falling off. Does he off. still direct? Yeah. Or is he nobody watches? Really? Them. Yeah. Get out of here. They all suck. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's what happened to him. <laughs> He kind of got replaced a little bit, maybe by Ron Howard. He kind of picked up where he <laughs> left off in a weird way. They're similar in that they're like directors for hire. They don't have like a specific style. Yeah, and they they both came from the TV world. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, Misery Rules, dude. Kathy Bates. I mean, that movie's great. Yeah, good. Come on, that movie's so. Did good. she win the Oscar? I believe that? so. Yeah, I believe dude. so. I mean, nobody else can do that. Forget about it. 
Jimmy Khan, on the other hand, as much as I love oh, James Khan, he's good. He's good, but th- there's really not a lot of uh, not a lot of. I mean, that for movie's him to all do there. Yeah, I thought that he was all. I, I agree, but I thought he was really good in that movie. He yeah. is good. He is good. Um, I always think about the scene where he he breaks out of the room and he knocks over that little penguin mm-hmm. statue and he puts it back facing the wrong way. Yep, <laughs> oh, that drove me crazy watching. Yeah, it. It's an anxiety riddle. Like, come on, come on. The book's a little different. The book is more brutal. Like mm-hmm. the hobbling scene is uh, more brutal. Mm-hmm. Almost too much where I almost like it more in the movie. Stephen King <laughs> tends to go a little too far sometimes. <laughs> but uh, but it's very good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and the end is so goddamn good. The, the hobbling scene makes you forget about how good the end is. Come on, that's where fucking James Conn rules, where he's just like, eat it! Well, right, yeah. <laughs> you goddamn son of a bitch! And he's right. a fucking... Oh, you're cheering for him. It's so cathartic. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would not. Uh, He's never been more excited to see James Khan beat up a woman. I wouldn't. <laughs> and you've seen it a couple times, but you've never been more excited about it. Oh, man. I, yeah, I, yeah, just for the end alone, I would not even consider recasting Jimmy Khan. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, misery. 1990. That's my number nine. Kate, you're number 10. My number 10 was, and I don't even think I told you guys I saw this, uh, The Exorcist Believer. I did not know that you saw this. Yeah. It's not good. (laughs) Well, that's why nobody else saw it here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't don't really want to say too much because both of you haven't, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but. Oh, I'm not going to see it. You won't even see it? I don't give two fucks. No way. Couldn't give. uh, Really? I'm not Wait. saying I never would, but just even just just for the for shits and giggles, just to see it for no. the sake of seeing it. I'm not saying that I, I don't ne- really blame you. I'm not saying I never will, but I tell you right now, could not give a shit to. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I understand that like all the religions come together at the end. Yeah, that was it. Was <laughs> like, a little bit exorc- of a mess. It was like had all these different religions. That's what the be, exorcist like, was always missing. Was, was in- more religion. Was, was equality and <laughs> inclusion. Um, I do think that it was like two girls. They're not horrible, you know, but you can't like compare to Linda Blair. What's going um, on with David Gordon Green? I don't know. What is like this guy? I don't know. I didn't see his early movies, but he was like an indie darling. He did all these indie movies that people loved. And then he started doing all these da- um, Danny McBride things, which I really like. Some are better than others, but I think he's very talented. And then, then he's moved to these studio horror movies, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't he, get it. He's got to stop remaking the classics. Yeah. Wait, do, do either of you have that quote ready about Friedkin? Uh, I don't. But what? Uh, he, I, I hold on a second. He's I can very pro- upset. Yeah, I can probably find worth, it quick. That's worth pulling up. <laughs> I'll find it quick because I had it. I had it as a saved photo, and I just recently deleted yeah, it. Yeah, he'd be upset. So I probably <laughs> from have. the director who ruined Halloween. <laughs> comes the ruined exorcist oh, no i don't know if i have it it's it, it's our boy billy freakin so we got to read it even if it takes us 20 minutes to find but it you know what's her face the mom comes back it's kind of like a little i guess the cameo is cool but then at the end there's something else yeah she hasn't been in a movie in forever right yeah, I don't know. What's her name? Ellen, Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. Burstyn with flavor. She was in a movie that I want to see, a Scorsese movie, I think. What? I think she's in Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, I think. Here's oh. what he wrote. Oh, you got it. Will you, uh, This is a, a film critic Ed Whitfield posted this on Twitter slash X and Facebook. William Freakin once said to me, Ed, 
the guy who made those new Halloween sequels is about to make one to my movie, The Exorcist. That's right. My signature film is about to be extended by the guy who made Pineapple Express. I don't want to be around when that happens. If there's a spirit world, I will come back. I plan to possess David Gordon Green and make his life a living hell. <laughs> Honestly, like... I tried, to do the, I tried to do the voice a little bit. You know, yeah. say what you will about him. He's like brash, whatever. But I think he's so funny. He's the, the stuff best. he says. Yeah, he's clearly fucking nuts. He's but he's so, aw- he's so awesome. Yeah. I might have another freaking movie on the list coming up. All oh. right. Okay. Ryan, you... You have nothing else to say about Believer? No. Believer? No. Believer, not really. Um, yeah, don't see my it. number ten. Is, <laughs> my t- my number ten is, is kind of lame. All right, let's hear it, baby. All right, so I watched this new movie on Amazon Prime, which, by the way, Maddie Ice Pi is on Amazon Prime, <laughs> called Totally Killer. Oh, you know what? Two thousand twenty-three. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm interrupting him before he speak. He speaks about the movie. Adam is getting fucking pissed. Is that okay? Pissed. Is that okay? Adam's about to throw something. Is that okay? <laughs> I saw that, you know, because it like yeah. plays on the. But banner. you didn't count it because it stinks. No, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch oh. it. Oh, I saw the trailer and I thought it you doesn't know what? stink. This kind of is reminding me of um, Happy Death Day. Okay, now you are kind of stepping on my notes a little. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go so ahead. this is a, <laughs> like I don't have that much to say. Like okay. let me say, it. directed by ooh, and I listen. I don't say this disrespectfully, but this name is a nightmare. I can't. I know I butchered it. Na Nachka Khan. God bless you. Uh, I wrote cheeky light slasher homage. One of those, not bad. <laughs> Sally um, Draper, right? It is Kiernan Shipka who plays a uh, uh, Sally Draper and a uh, Sabrina. But yeah, it was, um, this is one of these, it's like happy death day. Yeah, I got the vibe even from the trailer. A little bit like that Fear Street stuff, but more so like happy death day. It is a, um, a girl whose mom was terrorized by a slasher. The slasher comes back and kills her mom. So she goes back in time to the 80s. So there's a lot of 80s music that's pretty sweet. She goes back in time to the 80s to try and stop the slasher from ever and find out who he is and find out, yeah. And it's very one of these comedies where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, that just happened. Or like, oh, yeah, this is a lot like Back to the Future. Like, you know, those kind of comedies where she there's She even just, quotes that, doesn't she? Yeah. Say like, have you seen Back to the she, Future? So many references. <laughs> so many references to other time travel movies, mm. other slashers to the point where you're like, uh, like just fucking authentically experience the movie and stop with this fucking Gen Z fucking shit. <laughs> but I will, I- uh, I got she, an 87 on Rotten She's Tomatoes. good in it. I actually think she's pretty good. She's good in Mad Men too. And I love Sally Draper. She's Poor Sally Draper. She is talented. <laughs> and you know, there's some slasher movie stuff that's kind of fun. And some of the time stuff of like how the world is now versus the 80s is kind of fun. Like it's a fun movie. It's a fun like I just feel like this teen, is like teen movie, but it's not like a compelling horror movie, you know? What? I'm sorry. It's just kind of like, okay, people like nostalgia. People like 80s. People like this. Let's mash it all together. They like time travel. They like throat. slashers. They like this Nothing, girl. It's they derivative like derivative of so many things. It's, yes, 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 yes. It's a contrived thing. It's a oh, derivative and contrived. But it is very much so like, let's mash, smart here. let's mash 20 things together. It's very much so modern day kind of humor. But listen, some of it works. Some of the 80s stuff works. So, some of the horror, uh, or I shouldn't say horror, but some of the slasher killer stuff works. It's not a bad watch. I really didn't mind it. And like, if they made a second one, which they shouldn't, I probably would watch it. But 
I, it's nothing. If they deep. make a second one, which they shouldn't, but I'll yeah. watch it. Which they shouldn't. But I, yeah, well, it says it all. I'm, I'm being honest. But it was not like a super compelling, deep, scary, or f- like interesting thing. But it was mm-hmm. a fun thing to do on like a. I think it was like a Sunday morning. You know what I mean? It was fine. I didn't mind it. But I don't. I. It, it, it is what it is. It's one of those. It's one of those 10 through 16, 31 and 31 movies where you're just like, all right, come on. We got to like, yes, we gotta I got to get the show on the I road. I got to get a number in here. And I realized most of these movies, I might've been a little too hard on the descent because I was mad at Adam. I realized that most of these, <laughs> at ho- least you're admitting you, it. Took out, you took it out <laughs> on the descent. Although I was a little disappointed by it. It felt very, I have not seen the new Hills of Eyes in forever, but it felt very early 2000s where it's almost more like action than it is I, I wish it would have taken its time a little more but movies at that time period didn't do that but there's some really cool kills I mean I liked it I liked the descent but anyway um, I I just I think that I'm saying a lot of these movies are just okay <laughs> I'm giving a lot of two and a halves but it's just I'm being honest yeah you so gotta if, be honest if something blew me away and something might on this list I'll admit it but a lot of these movies were just like you watch enough movies that a lot of movies just become like serviceable. Mm-hmm. And this was a serviceable movie, but it was one of those. So if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. If you're not, don't bother. Adam, you're number 10. <laughs> Shocker, 1989. Hey, it was on my last year's list. Directed by Wes Craven. Nice. Uh, now, dude, this fucking movie. How demented was it, dude? It, it's such a, a crazy demented movie that's so oddly I'm pretty sure I've paced seen this a while ago it's weird it's why it's like three different movies because this cover it's so wild is so familiar it, to me it's a, de- a death row inmate <clears throat> that's even cutting ahead a little bit who's ag skinner <laughs> yes uh, mitch oh peleggi mitch peleggi is, is just terrorizing this <laughs> this kid for no reason Sorry, she dropped a candy wrapper on my floor for some reason. Yes, continue. <laughs> it's it's th- this is like it's also a needlessly long movie. It takes way too much time to get to the electric chair. I know it's like multiple movies. It's kind of fun, but it's just a it's a big mess. And the the worst thing about it, and I hate this. And and Jason goes, is it Jason goes to hell? Oh, well, that's a movie, but I don't know what you're referencing. Um, what's the one where he's body jumping? Yes. Jason goes to hell. I hate that device. I hate the body jumping device. I agree. And this movie does it. Which Exorcist 3 does a little. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's at the expense of A.D. Skinner because you get less A.D. Skinner as a result (laughs) of that. Um, Yeah, this movie is... You even said it in the thing, but I, I was just interested in it because it sounded fun with all the metal music and, and, and A.G. Skinner. I think Craven was trying to do like a new Freddy Krueger, and it's like, dude, where is your head at on this one? Yeah. <laughs> to- totally smoked. So, I mean, if you're the if you're the kind of if you're the kind of horror fan that I don't know likes to get Watch high, get <laughs> yeah. high and do mushrooms and you know you want to like laugh at something bad yeah check out shocker yeah or if you're a big x-files fan and love ad skinner shocker otherwise check out otherwise shocker known as two in the pink one in the stink <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better title <laughs> can I, you imagine i'm gonna stick i'm gonna go back to the whiskey 
Because like when you guys leave, I might continue the whiskey. Like I want to <laughs> stick with one. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I want to stick with like one. Yeah, All right, sure. we made it to number ten, so I think we should read some emails and wrap wrap this insane episode up. I know I'm tired. Why are we still doing this? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Let me look up these emails. Look them up, Ryan. Look them up. I, I, I could count on you to have gotten that. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Um, Listener, if you would like to email us the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com is our email. Um, yeah, right. let us know what you think. All right, we got a couple here. Uh, let's do... Um, Dylan sent like four emails for this. All right, I'm just going to go through Dylan's. All right, here we go. Dylan Jacobus. Hey, Dylan. Uh, 31 and 30 fun. All right. <laughs> Hi, fellas. I did it. I made it. I have cheated a little, but whatever. Deal with it. Here's my list, including the watching method. <laughs> Number oh, one, La Chadron Infernal, the Infernal Cauldron, HBO Max or just Max. This whole HBO dumb, HBO name shit is so fucking dumb. Agreed. A French short film from 1903. Silent movies are weird, man. <laughs> Imagine being alive at a time and seeing one, though. You'd probably shit your pants. I definitely would. I'm always on the verge of shitting my pants, though. Anyway, this was weird and cool. Wow. All right. <laughs> Number two, Le Voyage dans la Lune, A Trip to the Moon. Hey, Next. that's a classic. Uh, I've, that one I've seen, I believe, mm. in a film class. Another French silent film. This is from 1902. According to the opening credits, the footage was lost for nearly 100 years. It was found in 1993, and then restoration began. Neat. This film is so shot, I don't even know how to describe it. The music is heavily synthesizer-based. They must have added a new soundtrack in later years. The special effects in these silent movies are wild. Imagine how hard you'd have to work on them back in the day. Shit, I feel like I'm tripping balls. <laughs> Number three. La pla- what is happening? <laughs> la Planète pla- pla- Savage. Fantastic Planet, Max. <laughs> this soundtrack is a total porn soundtrack. The French are fucking perverts. I'm allowed to say that because I'm like 3% French. Lots of cartoon titters. <laughs> I thought is- I was going to say 3% pervert. <laughs> I guess we all are, right? Lots of cartoon titters, if that's your thing. Okay. I thought this was Forbidden Planet, this one with Robbie the Robot. It's not the one with Robbie the Robot. It's not. Really weird and cool movie, though, but I think I'm done with this French shit. If I want a trip, I'll just do some shrooms. I assume that's what these animators were doing, too. Number four, Meg 2, The Trench, Max. You can you can chime in. You got this. You got this. I haven't seen the first Meg. Maybe I'll watch it later, but the trailer for this was so bonkers that I couldn't wait. I've seen it. You're not missing much. Badass opening sequence. I love dinosaurs. I cry sometimes about how the dinosaurs died. I think you've mentioned that to us by Dylan. Dylan cries a lot. Yeah, right? he's maybe... He's, such a he's an emotional guy. boy. He's an yeah. emotional boy. This movie is dumb, though. All action <laughs> movies are such horse shit. All movies these days are horse shit. Am I a misanthrope? I'm recovering from COVID, so maybe I have a bad attitude. Fuck it. The third act was hilarious. Spoiler alert. A lot of shitty people die. All in all, I liked it. <sighs> Number five. If you want us to tag team and like take over reading some, that's fine. Tag team Adam. Um, <laughs> number five, The Meg, Max. Okay, here we go. I have to get the backstory. Even though I hate everything right now, I feel like I'm going to like this. Okay, I watched it. Final thoughts, so much better than the sequel. I'm glad I saved this for later. It made me cry. I like crying. I think I told you guys <laughs> like once crying. I heard someone say crying is like coming for the soul. Ha, that might be a spoiler, so close your ears for a moment if you don't want to hear it. But I wish the shark ate that shitty kid. Shitty kids are the worst. Maybe one day I'll make a movie where a kid eats a shitty kid. 
<laughs> Number six, Cocaine Bear, Amazon Prime. The opening <laughs> sequence of this movie was wild. I used to love doing cocaine. I'm glad I stopped because this movie is intense and I definitely wouldn't be able to take it while doing this shit. The movie is disgusting and cocaine is a hell of a drug. This made me cry too. Number what? seven, Violent Night, Amazon. Quote, another fucking Christmas. I've never related anything more. Damn it, I'll cry again. Spooky movies with emotions. Wow. Number eight, Dracula, the Bella Lugusa one. Am- <laughs> Bella Lugusa. <laughs> We've talked about, uh, I think, uh, dude, I don't know if we talked about Violent Night, but we've talked about Cocaine Bear on the show before. Dracula, the Bela Lugosi one, Amazon. I'm going to sleep, so I'll probably need a rewatch. It's a classic, though. Um, I have to see it update. I guess I fell asleep watching this because I don't remember anything about it. The COVID brain fog is real, man. I've got more Dracula for you next, though. Number nine. Dracula in the movies, 1992 VHS. So this is a weird one. It's like a Dracula clip show. Here's a picture of it. There's a picture of it. Okay. By the way, I love putting this blanket on backwards so that it says poo instead of boo. This tape is fucking nuts. There's so many movies to check out from it, including Blackula, which is fucking awesome. Number 10, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, VHS, watch it or else. I did watch it on Apple Plus this year. Number 11, Garfield's Halloween Adventure DVD. I fucking love Garfield. Didn't watch it this year, but that is a great one. Number 12, Halloween Degen. It's YouTube. Okay, I'm going to be a total son of a bee here, but I made this music video last year, and I think you'll like it or else. Well, we'll watch it later, Dylan, I promise. Number 13, Blackula on Freebie. I'm not sure if I have the proper perception to comment on blackploitation films, but this movie rules. I'll admit I'm not up to snuff on all the history, but this movie is just all like, yeah, let's be black and let's be gay and fuck everyone who has a problem with it. I love it. Fucking 10 out of 10. Have you guys ever seen Blackula? I've never seen Blackula. No, I haven't. No. Would love to, though. Never seen it. Number 14, Scream Blackula, Scream, Screen Picks via Amazon. Holy shit, Blackula has a sequel. How have I never known this? Not nearly as good as the original, but a pretty good sequel. Lots of hot 70s babes. I gotta get on these Blackulas. Number 15, Fall of the House of Usher. We were. Oh, oh no, it's the movie, though. Scream Picks. Uh, Vincent Price? Well, we're about to find out. I loved reading this story in English class in high school. The wardrobe is dope. I want to dress in Victoria clothing. People might think I'm a vampire, though, or a dumbass. The last 20 minutes or so scared the shit out of Victorian me. Victorian clothing is pretty cool. Agreed. I mean, it's it's a lot of getup for the women, but... I mean, for the men, too, but... It's kind of like the puffy shirt from Seinfeld, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all puffed out. Vincent Price! Watch it or else. I have not seen it. That's or else for me. Have you seen it, Kate? I have seen it. I thought it was kind of boring. Number 16, Renfield Prime. Violent, funny, great. Have you guys seen it? No. I did. Was it? I liked it. Yeah. Mm. I was nervous that it looked a little too like cheeky action movie and not like I was nervous about it. I hated seeing that trailer. Do you remember we were going to the Renfield movies looked a so little- frequently? Oh, yeah, that we see saw that it trailer every time. so many times. Renfield looked a little too like handsome boy for me. Handsome boy, why? Because that's the actor. I don't know who the actor is. I was into Nicolas Cage playing Dracula, though. That seemed yeah, cool. Yeah, he's not in it too much. That's a bummer. No, I mean, he's good in it. He, he's in it, but I don't know. I thought, it, go ahead. What did Dylan say about it? Nothing. Number 17, <laughs> Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Xbox. All right, this might be a cheat, but this game can get very horrific sometimes. And this mission I did not. I did tonight. I was very horrified. And then it got romantic. And then I cried. I probably need to see a therapist, <laughs> potentially. But who doesn't, right? Number 18, SpongeBob episode 13. I will say I didn't watch any of the SpongeBob episodes, but I'm very on board with the 
a Halloween special. So I, I approve of this, Dylan. Scaredy Pants, and I was a teenage Gary. I remember those. I've seen both of those. DVD, okay, buckle up because I have the first 100 episodes collection. I also have the next 100 episode collection. I don't know many of those, though. Anyway, this episode is solid gold. Scaredy Pants is hilarious, and I was a teenage Gary is absolutely bonkers. Number 19 is also SpongeBob. It's in episode 33. It's called Shanghai, and it's, he has the DVD. This is the one where the guys get roped into being part of the Flying Dutchman's crew, famously the Lee 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 episode. This was cool when it aired because I it had a 1-800 number to call and vote for one of the three endings. I forgot if I did that or not. Number 20, SpongeBob, episode 34, Frank Doodle. Classic, if I may add, Dylan. DVD, Holy Manoy. Number 21, SpongeBob, episode 36, The Graveyard Shift. Also a great episode. I believe it ends with Nosferatu, if I'm correct. It was on DVD and it was the Hashling Slasher episode as well. Classic. Number 22, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, season two, episode seven, Halloween DVD. This show is so great. Dylan, I'd like to interject and say, I did watch this on my phone although i do own the dvds and i love this episode why'd you watch it on your phone i was at home doing laundry on halloween and i didn't i was yeah i kind of skimmed it but i love it this episode is so jersey i agree this gives you a real halloween jersey feel this is i truly believe this should be like up there with great pumpkin people should be talking about this special it's fantastic did i tell you i got to meet them and have them autograph my dvds that's amazing. They're really cool dudes. I would have loved to have met them. The commentary voiceover on this episode is great. Also, I believe I've, I've heard it before. It's great, too. Also, best fucking theme song ever. Agreed. Polaris. Great. I love a lot of those Nickelodeon ones. I usually watch the Doug and the Hey Arnold. I did not this year, though, Dylan. Number 23, a ghost that I saw real life. This story is too long to type out, so I made a voice note for you. We will listen to it later, Dylan. We are crammed for time. Number 24, Puppet Master 2. Only seen one. Personally, DVD. I love the Puppet Master series. First of all, as I told you fellas last year, the theme song is dope as shit. Second stop motion is really cool. I did some of that shit in middle school, so did I. And actually got my tape used as an example for future classes. Very cool. I've done that once before in sociology in uh, high school, I believe, with a cops video I made, Dylan. Fuck, I should have kept that up. You should have. This is really scary. It's not a top-notch movie, but it scares my dick off. (laughs) How am I doing, Adam? Do you ever listen to podcasts on times one and a half or times two no. speeds? I'm just, I know a lot of people do that, so I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, party foul. He just Here. spilled the pizza all over the ground. How do you even do that? I got it though. It's okay, it's safe. All right, but that's pizza's like half sticking out of the box on the ground. Sorry. Am I going too fast? Or do you guys want to comment on these? Or are you okay with this? I mean, God, there's just so much to cover. I, I know. If it was just like, it's a lot. That's all. I can't. I can't. You, you like the Puppet Master movies, right? Yes, I do. He's got Puppet Master 3 coming up next. Have you seen it? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, here's what he had to say about it. He watched on DVD. This is the movie oh, where- that's cool. He had it on DVD? That's pretty He's cool. He's got most of these on DVD. Dylan's not fucking around. This is the movie where my favorite puppet debuts, Six Shooter. Oh, I love Six Shooter. Wow, we got a Six Shooter fan mm-hmm. in the house. <laughs> I do. One day I'd like to get a Six Shooter tattoo. This is also the one where the puppets turn from bad to good and start fighting Nazis, which is basically the premise of the entire series from here. That's pretty bananas. I may have a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, one second. <laughs> I may have a Puppet Master movie on my list later. <laughs> I may have a Puppet Master movie on my list later. <laughs> Number 26, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Disney+. Plus. I saw that and it was horrible. Really? I hated it. Oh, that's the 
the horror movie one. That no, they just it's, it's not the oh, horror not movie the horror one. one. No, it's just Disney Plus. This is real Winnie the Pooh. Oh, never mind. Sorry, Jesus. He watches Dale. real classics. This all guy. All right, all right. He's not screwing around. I, I have never seen this though. I love this whole thing, but skip to 33 minutes in it if you want to see the heifer lumps and wazzles part. The song's bonkers. I used to have a VHS called Spookable Poo Poo, but I have no clue where it is. And it's not on Disney Plus. What the fuck? Anyway, this was one of the best jokes. Tigger tackles Poo, and Tigger is like, What's a poo? And Poo says, You're sitting on one. And then Tigger says, I am. And he looks at his ass. Ha 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 ha. I never know. <laughs> I, I never noticed that when I was a kid. That's one of those like jokes for adults. Number twenty-seven, Winnie <laughs> the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Here See? is where it is. Peacock. This movie is beyond Turbo. I have a high <laughs> tolerance for violence and scary shit, but geez, this was truly unsettling. Yeah, Beyond Turbo is the only way to describe it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty. Sorry, Dylan. No, I think most people hated this. 28, The Cult of Humpty Dumpty, Peacock. Oh, so he's doing all these. This is one of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen. Pretty bad ADR at times, but good filming. Humpty Dumpty is a villain. is almost more bizarre than Winnie the Pooh. There's a joke about Steve Brule in this, which, of course, tickled me pink. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I like Steve Brule. You ever watch Steve Brule? Mm-hmm. You have? Steve Brule. Steve Brule. <laughs> I, I don't know if you, were up to, if you knew the Tim and Eric stuff. Yes, I do. That's, like, my favorite thing from Tim and Eric. Okay. 20, uh, scary stu- stories to tell in the dark. Peacock, the trailer. We just looks brought like- that up. That was the director, the other guy. Go ahead. <laughs> Why don't you chew more into the <laughs> microphone? The trailer looks like dog shit, so I'm going to watch this. Update. Yeah, so this is pretty much total dog shit. The lead girl looks like my little sister, though, which is also an actor. Hot. So that's a cool, I guess. Well, uh, his sister's an actor. Did not know that. Or if I did, I forgot. Yeah, Mary Jacobus. Is that you being for real? No. Oh. Uh... Uh, number 30, I know MJ. what you... Number 30, <laughs> I know what you... Are you all right? No. Number 30, I know what you did last summer, Peacock. Which... That's a classic. Like I, a, I a teen... Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to watch something stupid, but I actually liked it, and now I really want some seafood. A lot of the movie takes place at a marina. If you don't get the reference, we get it. Number 31, I still know what you did last summer. Might as well, also on Peacock, might as well go all out. Jack Black is in this. Well, slap my ass and call me Sally. I'll remember to do that next time I see you. That's it. Also, I was super happy to hear Ryan talk about the Pete and Pete special. I watched it before the pod aired, and I was like, fuck yeah, keep up the good work. My little Vikings love Dylan. Do not get excited. It's not over yet. He then sent, dear fellas, I have two more if you want to hear about them. It's recording. I, we just can't do it, Dylan. I'm sorry. And then he emailed us again and wrote, one more for good luck, and it's a recording about Frankenstein again. Dylan, nothing personal. I will listen to these on my free time, but we are really doing a lot here. We have a lot of emails. I hope you understand, Dylan. I hope you understand. Because I like your recordings. But I'm glad you watch Frankenstein. Frankenstein rules. I'm excited to hear what you had to say about it. And um, yeah, Pete Pete Halloween special. Let me just say, if you guys never seen it, you'd love it. It's good. I probably have because I really liked Pete and Pete when I was little, but I don't remember it. Yeah, man. Uh, And so that is that. Uh, That's the email. That's it? That's the only 31 and 31 email? We have like seven more. Uh, Yeah, we have so many. We have to, you know, we're going to do 10 in the email. You want to do one more email? We could do one more, yeah. Okay, good. This one doesn't have like descriptions; it's just a list. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That works. All right. I also have a list. 
I know we've been doing. No, it. no, like from, from someone. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm, my brother. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh. Well, it's just a list, though. I can just read them. That's fine. We'll do that. We'll, we'll make sure we get to it. All right, this one, uh, subject line, fucking goblins. It nice. is uh, Brian, Brian S. Suburns. He's going to have such a cool list, probably. Mm. Ooh, well, we'll see. Oof, weeder sheening germs. What? Afetisane. I can't read German. Oh, boy. <laughs> you can read German? Wait, let me see it. You wouldn't know what that said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have my report card for 31 for 31 and some thoughts if you indulge an old altar boy. He was an altar boy? Yeah, we both were. Makes sense. First matter at hand. Hey, that was You know where that, that's from, though. Hold on. I have a report card for some old thoughts if you indulge an old altar boy. Oh, my God. No, but I should. The Exorcist. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. First matter at hand. My watching list for the... I mean, I, 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 I went to CCD. It was an altar boy, though. My watching list for the season in no particular order, though I may have missed a couple. <clears throat> oh, wow. I Holy fuck, this is a long email. Okay. I, I, I beg. I'm, I apologize. Oh, wow. Good Lord. All right. Ready? <laughs> Here's the list. Carry, Exorcist, Omen, Hereditary, Green Room, Don't Breathe, Dead Alive, Upgrade, Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, The Descent, Brawlin', Cellbach 99, Dragged Across Concrete, The Strangers, Autopsy of Jane Doe, Barbarian, Candyman, Terrifier 2, Underwater, Shaun of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Us, Exorcist 3, Crawl, It Follows, Demons, Final Destination, Silence of the Lambs, The Lodge, Joyride, Halloween, Hunt, Fanatic, Reanimator, Kevin Underwoods, Oculus, Gerald's Game. Did he put the Fanatic on there? Yeah. <laughs> the Ace Ventura. That's exactly what, exactly what I was thinking. The fanatic, the John Travolta the movie. The fanatic! <laughs> <laughs> remember I texted you guys about that movie? I do remember that. That's not a horror movie. <laughs> I guess it's a thriller. It's definitely a thriller. No, because Evan j- was jokingly, he was like, oh, you should put that on the list. And I was like, I watched that before, and that's not a horror movie. So well, I think it's funny that... He, he also had like Cell Block 99 dragged across concrete. I mean, they're not really horror. Oh, yes, yeah. I would... Do say Cell Block 99, but not Dragged Across Concrete. I've seen, I've only seen Dragged Across Concrete, and I wouldn't call it a horror movie. Right, I, yeah. I wouldn't count yeah. that, no. Yeah. Get a solid list. Oh, well, there's more. Oh. I play a little fast and loose with my spooky season movies, but I feel as long as it has some thriller sci-fi kind of quality, it plays. There you go. Okay. The movie to kick off my 31 for 31 was the 1985 Italian blood splatter called Classic Demons. Hell yeah. yeah that's nice. A, that's a good one. I was fortunate enough to see a screening at City Winery in New York where... Caludio Semanates. Goblin played the music for the entire film, followed by a set of Goblin classics, including but not limited to Suspiria, Phenomena, Tenebre. Phenomena. That's no, not Phenomena. Or it's, it's a different spelling. <laughs> Profundo Luso and Dawn of the Dead. It was a very fun show filled with like-minded virgins. Sick. I highly recommend checking them out. I'm sure they'll do Dawn of the Dead or some other classic soon. That would be fucking great. That's awesome. A note on the Saw movies. Okay, now this is interesting because I may have... This might be this might tap into my list uh, a little later. All right. I liked the first one. The second and third installments are okay. For whatever reason, I can't stop watching them. <laughs> they really get bad starting with four, and I keep watching one because they are so forgettable. I'm merely left thinking to myself... What will that crazy jigsaw think of next? And I kin you with my tired request. Uh, I will just say I did not watch that many, but I do think I'm going to end up doing this because I kind of know what he means. It's almost like episodic. The, sh- the saw, doing you, the saw. Once you watch one, it's like gone. And then you're ready for like, well, I might as well have another. It's like fucking like 
White Castle Burgers. Ten of them now. Yeah, I kind of wanted this. Well, White Castle Burgers. We will get into the saw because I may have some. Ryan, Gerald's Game was a fun watch. Read the book and or watch the movie already. I will, Brian. Below is a list of my top 40 horror movies in order. <laughs> this is outrageous. Read them or don't. Everyone loves a list and mine is surely correct. Yes. What is my measuring rubric, you ask? I suppose it really just comes down to enjoyment. It's not in order of scariness or prestigious it, or how prestigious it is. It's just a personal feeling, though I do, not, I do love a classic. All right, right? I'm not going to do it in one breath. The Shining. Exorcist, Jaws, Alien, Halloween, The Thing, Midsummer. Wow, Midsummer's up high. The Omen, Reanimator, Silence of the Lambs, Evil Dead 2, Inside, Scream, Candyman, American Psycho, Hereditary, Dead Alive, Misery, Dawn of the Dead, Carrie, The Fly, Psycho, It Follows, Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, that low. The Blair Witch Project. They're not in order of anything. No, they're in order. It's a real meat and potatoes list you got here, Brian. He specifically said. It's not in order of scariness, but it is in order of how good he likes it. Phantasm, Night of the Living Dead, A Nightmare on Elm Street. E, you're right, Adam. I've seen like almost all of these movies. Yeah, he's I got think, some. Uh... I think except for like Inside, I think I've seen all of these. Friday the Thirteenth Point Six Part Six. Jason Lives. Man. There's a nice one. Nice curveball in there. Number thirty. Also, can't totally agree with him on on that being that high. <laughs> An American Werewolf in London. That's that low. Wow. Possession. Cabin in the Woods, Return of the Living Dead, Scanners, X. X is on the 40 greatest horror Wait, movies. Cabin in the Woods, too. I didn't really... Midsummer's number seven, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get real here. 28 Days Later, Get Out, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Poltergeist. Wow, I, okay. All right, all right. Hey, that's his list. That's his list. <laughs> Lastly, I have a list for you. Oh, this fucking guy is like BuzzFeed. <laughs> I have a like I'm fucking I have a runny nose. I'm having like an aneurysm. I have a list for you, or maybe your listeners, to help you with your next thirty-one and thirty-one. I four thirty-one. I know you've seen some of them, but figured a list of what I consider underseen movies, whether they're B movies, old sixties flicks, newer releases, foreign bangers, or just or you just need a reminder that they exist, might be helpful to have on hand when you're racing to watch that 31st horror flick. Uh, so this is the um, the anti-meat and potatoes list here. Alice Sweethouse, which I do want to see. I think it's very jalo-ish. Angst, Audition. Never seen Audition. The oh, Baby. I have, that's good. Basket Case. The, I'm like afraid to watch it. Bas- oh, Audition? Yeah. Why? I, I know once I watch it, I go, oh, it's just a movie. And that's what happens. I go, this movie is overhyped. And then you watch it and you go, I've seen 40 fucking movies like this. Like, it's, everything's just a movie. <laughs> but I always overhype it in my head. I've seen a lot of these too. The Beyond, The Blob, Blood Rage, Body Double, Bone Tomahawk, The Brood, The Burning, Cemetery Man, Christmas Evil. I kind of want to see Christmas Evil. Cube, Dead Calm, Dead Ringers, The Dead Zone, Dog Soldiers. I do want to see that. Don't Look Now, The Fanatic, Frailty, Funny Fanatic. Games, Good Night Mommy. Halloween 3, Hatchet, High Tension. Eh. How Sue? How Sue I want to see. And House I want to see. I do. I want to see both. Is there a difference between How Sue and House? How Sue is the Japanese house. It's a totally different movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, house the Jack Bill, not really interested. House of the Devil, it was all right. The Howling, I saw the Devil. In the Mouth of Madness, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. If he's talking about the 70s one or the original, they're both great. Inside. I guess I got to look up this inside. The Invitation, mm. The Lodge, The Killing Kind, Malev... Uh, Malevolence. Malevolence. Re- really? Martyrs. Motel Hell. Did not really like Motel Hell. The Mutilator. Night of the Creeps. Good one. My- Night of the Demons. Good one. Night of the Hunter. I don't know. Yes, I think that's good. Oculus. Of Unknown Origin. Nice. The Pit. Possessions. Possessor. Pumpkinhead. 
Puppet Master, Ready or Not, Wreck, Repulsion, Ringu. That's the uh, ring, original ring. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Slither, Slug, Slumber Party Massacre, Starry Eyes, Summer of 84. That wasn't bad. The Stuff, Super Dark Times, The Tenant, Time Crimes, Train to Busan, I really like, Triangle, Taurus Trap, Tremors, Trick or Treat. Hey, that's on my list. VHS, Wishmaster, Wolf Creek, X, You're Next, and Zombie. Now, Good I didn't, Lord. I didn't comment on every one of them, but I could. There's some really interesting ones in there. I mean, it's a fun. that's a fun list. Do you have enough to talk about? Give me a call. <laughs> Let's chat. Aloha means goodbye. Brian, John Rambo, S. Oh, man, baby. I mean, there's some great movies in there, and Brian... Some of them are on my list to come. Yes, and mine uh, too. Yeah, and I think I think I think there was there's some great ones on there, and there's a lot on there that I've never heard of. That uh, going forward, if I'm in a horror mood, I may look I may look at that list. Oh man, I mean, I, I'm proud of how many I knew. Man, we almost should have just done a whole episode just on the emails, but we're ten in and. We gotta we gotta call this episode now. You, you can't possibly talk about every single movie that an emailer mentions, but we're reading them out of courtesy, and it's like they're great recommendations. Look, I know it's like Thanksgiving, but it's never you can watch horror movies any time of the year, and if you don't want to watch them around December, write them down, watch them in January. But like the, the, these are good recommendations, you know, and then so I, I stand by it. All right, let's wrap this up. I'm done. I'm good. You got anything to say, Kate? No. I'm All right, good. guys, uh, tune in next week for part six of 31 for 31. And uh, I, <laughs> and uh, let's get, uh, let's get, uh, let's get, let's, I don't know. Uh, uh, boo! <laughs>